Yeehaw! This week we got roided out killer cowboys slaughtering seniors at a rodeo. We watched Lasso. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me today, once again, joining me this week is I Want the Poo Water, Sarah Samples. Yeehaw! Howdy, Marshall. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, but uh, let me put a little insert here in real quick because uh, it's your introduction. I, oh, I have to have damn. it. <laughs> I wanted the poo water. The poo water clip is going to be played every time you're on the show now. I will be forever known as the poo water. <laughs> you I will stood, be. <laughs> I meant it then. I mean it now. It's all good. <laughs> uh, so this week, uh, before we get into this week's movie, uh, let's see. I want a few more things I want to sh- uh, uh, get out there. Uh, this is probably the last time I mentioned it, but it is officially out now. Camp Death 3 and 2D. That's the, yeah, I always get numbers confused. That's confusing. It is. Uh, that's out now on Amazon. You can go watch it on Amazon Prime. Uh, check it out. Um, it's a little comedy, uh, horror comedy spoof. Uh, it is what it is. Check it out. We, we try to help promote the movie a bit. Um, with that said, uh, you can always check us out, us out on uh, Instagram, Twitter at So Bad It's Scary, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook, and then you can download this to our shows on iTunes, Podbean. Google Play, Speaker.com, our website, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com, and I might be missing one other, but it's been a long time since I've done this. So Pretty much nobody has an excuse not to listen to you guys, because you're everywhere. We really are everywhere. Anywhere. I mean, you can listen on any kind of device. So. And it's all free. Guys, <laughs> so no, no stop excuses. making excuses. Stop it. <laughs> uh, speaking of Facebook, if you follow us on Facebook, uh, we also, uh, that is where we will, you always catch up on what future movies we'll be doing. I always announce the movies. Uh a few days ahead of time before we record the episode. Mm-hmm. So if you know want to watch them ahead of time and, and keep up with us, feel free, you know, always be informed of what movie we got coming up or coming you down should, the pipe. You should also listen and then go to Facebook and give us some kind of a review. Yeah. Like, tell us, like, are we awesome? Do we <laughs> suck? Because if you tell us we'll suck, I mean, we're going to, like, start a Facebook war with you. But, I mean, you know, whatever. Just give us some feedback. Yeah, speaking that of feedback, you know, go to iTunes. To Drop a little five-star oh, yeah, review. Oh, iTunes would be a great uh, time. That would be great. Any All the reviews help us out. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, also, uh, now there's a limited sale. Uh, we, uh, If you want to get yourself a Horrible Horror t-shirt, you can get it on our website. Uh on the merch page, we uh, actually are doing a sale, so we knocked down the price and give her fourteen ninety nine now. Uh, a little, uh, little special sale for that. Awesome. The, uh, so yeah, fourteen ninety nine. Pick yourself Deals. up a uh, horrible horror T shirt. Uh, we have men's and women's cuts. Uh, very few women's cuts, uh, but we do have a few women's sizes available. Get them, ladies. Get them. Um, with that said, I don't think there's anything. Oh, I know one last thing. Uh, next week. Is the final? I think uh, we'll be doing our final movie before we start uh, this year's horrible horror March movie bracket tournament of awfulness. 
that will be starting. I always Good stumble job on that. Good I know job, it takes Baxter. so much focus and concentration that's to get hard. through that's that a name. Hard title. Uh, yeah, we'll be getting that. That's, that's gonna be starting this year. So uh, keep an eye out for that. That's where we let all you uh, wonderful moon goons and listeners out there uh, vote. Help us pick what was the worst movie of our last, you know, basically quote unquote season. Uh, last, I think the last three winners were Alice in Murderland, uh, uh, Lake, movie. <laughs> Lake Fear Two, and then uh, what was shit? I just what I just looked up. Year? I just looked it up too, and I, I can't remember what it was. I remember what the best movie was. Last yeah, I remember year. the best. I know I my. Know. It was not. I picked one of the crampest movies, and it turned out to be. Uh, the other one. Santa Claus? No, no, no. It was a bigger name movie. Uh, I wish I could remember what the hell it was. Hey, go back and uh, be but Creepy Trolls on uh, on Instagram and check us out. And then you'll know. Yeah. Because it's all on Instagram. I like. It I love is. how you guys post all of that stuff on Instagram yeah, so, so that we that, can vote. It's really fun. Yeah. Just thinking, thanks for thinking of that. Uh, voting is done on Instagram. We will post each matchup. Um you know, probably one or maybe two a day for the first round because you get help get through it fast. But you just vote for which one you think is worse on our Instagram page, and then we cycle through it and we will announce the winners on the, the following episode, yeah. uh, and all the way down until we get our champion, the creme of the creme, worst of the worst this year. All right, so uh, let's move on. Let's let's saddle up. Let's get our um, oh yeah, get the saddles out, bring out the bits and the <laughs> saddle blankets, <laughs> the bits. Well, the bits. <laughs> uh, we're gonna wrangle up this uh, this movie uh, called Lasso. Uh, this movie is actually fairly new. Uh, it was released on November 13th of 2018, uh, written by Roberto uh, Marianis. Mar- I think that's, yeah, that's pretty close. Uh, okay. And directed by <laughs> Evan Cecil. Uh, now, Evan Cecil, this is his first, he's got 18 directing, 18 directing credits, but this is his first full-length feature movie. Really? All of his other previous work were basically TV shows of like various like true crime shows, like the subject uh. to like Discovery ID, stuff like, uh, was like, Love Kills, Sex Sent Me to the Slammer, <laughs> Wise with Knives, Canvas <laughs> Nightmares, I Almost Got Away With It, My Strange Criminal Addiction, etc. all those, um, those types of movies or TV shows. But he also has credits working on various staff roles on the movies AI, Bicentennial Man, and What Dreams May Come are some of the bigger movies he's worked on, but he wasn't a director. Uh, The cast, there's a few people we'll mention. Um, First and foremost, uh, one of our main characters is played by uh, Enos. He's played by Sean Patrick Flannery. (laughs) <laughs> all that I need to say about him is he's one half of the Boondock Saints. Yeah, that's all I, yes. you need to know. That's all you need to know about this guy. I mean, if you don't know the Boondock Saints, what rock, what rock have you been living under? Look it up. Him and Norman Reedus, Boondock Saints forever. That's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, what the fuck's wrong with you? Go watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Simon. Uh, I, I like to refer to as Bitch Boy, be played oh by. Oh my <laughs> god, we're gonna we're gonna talk about poor Simon. Yeah, oh, we are. Poor Simon. Uh, he's played by Andrew Jacobs. He was. Uh, he did another horror movie, but he was. In one of the uh, paranormal activity sequels, the the marked ones, I never saw that one. I never. Saw I kind of gave up on yeah. that franchise after like the second, third one or whatever. Yeah. Um, our main girl Kit is played by Lindsay Morgan. She's got twenty four credits, including uh, a spot on How I Met Your Mother, and she was on sixty six episodes of General Hospital, and she's currently stars on the CW show The One Hundred, which I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. It's but she's starring on that. On that show. Um, I feel like a lot of people that uh, we highlight on this show um, do a lot of, like, daytime soaps. Mm. <laughs> like, it is surprising how many people like, do know, soaps on these movies. Especially, like, the newer the newer movies that you guys do all yeah. the time. It's a lot of, it's a lot of soap there opera There are a lot actors. of soap opera actors crossing over into this. It's not bad. 
Very dramatic. Um, and lastly, uh, we have Li- our character Lillian, played by uh, oh, Karen Grassley. Grassley. Uh, but Sarah, you wanted a you you oh, wanted to talk gosh. about her. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. I'm I'm not I, I don't want to reveal too much, but I, I was born in the in the early '80s. Little House on the Prairie, yes, was like I don't know. Do y'all do y'all remember Little House on the Prairie? I it remember took, Little House on the Prairie. Man, they still play it. They play it on Cozy TV, and I have to admit that Chris Samples and I watch it a lot. Uh, I'm busting you out, Chris Samples. Yeah, but I it, would not have guessed Chris to be a, a prairie head. It takes us back to a simpler time, Marshall. Well, a I hound. mean, Ooh, a prairie hound. Prairie dog. I, I mean, know, when I found it, when I, I did not realize this at first, like I watched it without doing the research, but then when I realized that that, that was, that was her, like that was the mom. She was a badass on that show. It makes a lot of sense in this movie. It does. I don't know. Uh, it just dawned on me just now. Think about this. This is the second time we've had a cast member from Little House on Prairie in one of the movies. I don't remember the movie. I don't remember the girl's name, but it, she was one of the daughters, like the youngest daughter on the show. Oh, she was um, in one of the movies Carrie. we did. Carrie was the youngest daughter. Yeah. Although I think, but then I think they had more children later on. I don't know. She was, years. all I know is one, we had one of the daughters was, on that show was in one of the movies we did a while back. So this is our second House on the Prairie now uh, connection. It was a very ahead of its time show. I'm telling <laughs> you, go back and watch it. If you're going to watch this. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's wrangle up, saddle up, and uh, I can't wait. Uh, um, regulators mount up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> regulators. Oh, I love that song. That song too, still so it lives. It holds up today. Uh, all right. So the movie we open with this random girl waking up, bloody on the floor, tied mm-hmm. up to a radiator. So. So as she's looking around the room, you know, the camera zooms in and kind of shows us this bottle of horse tranquilizers on a shelf. Mm-hmm. And she starts struggling to free herself. And she's able to knock over this old, like, tin can off his shelf. And she uses the, starts using the jagged edge of the can lid to, like, start cutting the ropes that bind her. Which, uh, not just a fine, smart idea, but I would think that she would probably end up giving herself, like, a joker smile. Because that would just, I can't imagine that, that would just cut okay. her lips apart. I totally had this thought, too. And I was trying to, like... Um, think what you would say about this and, and I knew that you would say that but honestly if I was if I woke up tied to a radiator after God knows what happened to her um, I think I just I, I I think I'd I don't risk the joker smile I yeah, don't know I'm not saying, get out. I'm not saying it's not the right thing Either to way, do I'm just like she probably wouldn't would, be able to cut through binds that thick anyway. It was kind of No because I don't think you'd be able to bite down that thing with enough force to hold no. it in place strong enough to actually get any like cutting force with it, it. kind of remind me a little bit of like a grindhouse movie type opening i don't know I just because that. of the way that the music start there i'm gonna say this later but there wasn't a lot of music in this movie there really is not it's surprisingly the music little. that was it was more so like kind of like csi music you know which is not really music it's just like music stings yes yeah um but this is kind of where it's like a little bit of music starts and i don't, I don't know i I kind of liked it. I liked it. She's escaping. Yeah, she's escaping. It's not Something, a bad opening. It's, happening. It, uh, so we roll a title card and we cut to a shuttle bus filled with seniors arriving at the Hackett Rodeo. Right. Now, for you guys, when when you hear a bus full of seniors, you're probably thinking high school seniors, right? College seniors. That makes sense. No. You'd be wrong here, guys. This bus belongs to Encore Activities, Adventures for Active Senior Citizens. So we have a bus of senior citizens on going out for like a... 
I guess like a, re- like a group oh, that gets out. It's a day trip. Okay, yeah. Marshall, um, <laughs> I don't know that you know this. Okay, so I feel like just the universe aligns us sometimes, but um, this is part of what I do in my actual job. Is it what, really? <laughs> yes. So I work at a place that um, sells tickets to concerts. I work at the Sheldon. I'm going to totally plug it. Yeah, I work at the Sheldon. Why not? So I work at the Sheldon, and I am the group sales coordinator. So I work with women like Kit, who we're going to about to meet, who organize group trips, and they bring their senior citizens in groups, and they have to organize them, and they have to kind of put them on a bus, and they drive them down. So when I, like, everything huh. that this girl went through, I was like, this is me. <laughs> like, I could totally put myself in her in her shoes, because this is kind of what I, I do never thought, for but I, I knew you were, like, the event sales person or whatever, but I never made the connection. This, like, is, this is what you would be doing. Oh, yeah, it's like, perfect. It's perfect. So, yeah, so it's it's a senior day trip, and um, all of the stereotypical personalities are there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and we actually just mentioned we have our kit, who is our female lead. She's she's She is not a senior. So she's like a college-age girl yeah. who's just working there, and she's leading the tour, and she's, she's in charge of all this. Uh, so she works for the it's Encore a, Activities Company, I guess. Responsibility. Um, <laughs> she's and we we also meet Simon, uh, who's like the new hireling who doesn't really seem to want to be there, but he's there for I guess for like a summer job or whatever. We don't really know right. what time of year this is, but you just assume he's a student. And uh, not to judge him, but his he has some neck tattoos that are just they that was just a poor choice. Simon. Gar- yeah, but it's weird. It's like you have this guy with a neck tattoo. But it turns out to be like the biggest <laughs> pussy oh my in the God, movie. He's terrible. Like, how do you have a guy with a neck tattoo be a pussy? Like, that's like something like you don't. People neck tattoos should not be portrayed as pussy. He's a douche. <laughs> he is, he's awful. He's so yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, they, the the group gets approached by these two an, a guy and a girl. Uh, they're both animal rights activists. Mm-hmm. Asking to like, hey, sign a petition against the rodeo or whatever. Animal cruelty. Animal cruelty. Uh, the, the activists get chased off by Pomeroy Hackett, the owner of the rodeo. He's like, get out of here, guys. You're not supposed to be here. Uh, Hackett introduces himself to the group, welcomes them to the rodeo, and he's like, hey, I saw you guys coming. I, you know, Here's your tickets you, had, right. you know, ready for you. Here you go. Enjoy the show. So, <laughs> do, you, do you notice that like one lady cannot stop vaping? Yeah. <laughs> There's one lady that just like loves to vape. That's just what I thought. I kind of love that too. I, like, <laughs> I like thinking that's actually, it's not just like a rape, but it's like a, I know it's a regular rape, but I like, I love thinking it's like one of those like a weed vaporizer <laughs> pen. <laughs> She's just, just getting high the she whole time. cataracts and stuff. Don't. Um, so the next several scenes, we just watch and follow the seniors as they wander around and enjoy the rodeo slash mm-hmm. carnival fairground thing that's going on. So there, we do get a moment of tension when one of the seniors, this black guy, wearing like a reverse like K gel hat, which is like the stuff that Samuel Jackson used to always wear. He's dating the lady, the vapes. Yes, he's dating the vapor lady. Um, he learned his name's Jacques. At this point, I didn't know, but when I was writing my notes, but his name's Jacques. Um, he wins the uh, you know the, that old uh, test your strength game yeah. with the, the you know the slam the hammer, ring the bell at the top. Yeah, he wins that. And he teases Simon into trying his luck. Hey, come on, you young guy, mm-hmm. try your luck. So Simon's like, whatever. He tries it. He loses. He doesn't ring the bell. And he gets punked out by the cowboy carny that's running the game. This guy is beefed up, though. Dude, I mean, he's, he is. He's, yeah, he's pretty jacked. He's jacked up. Um, so cowboy carny, that's how I just 
call him Cowboy Carney from here on out. <laughs> awesome. Okay. He, he starts showing for 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 he's like flexing his pecs muscles oh, at yeah. Kit. Like, like what's up? And then he takes them out <laughs> in one all hand. The ladies fall for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he takes a giant hammer and one and with one hand swings it down, rings the bell easily with one handed, showing off. Yep. Simon calls Cowboy Carney a muscle fucker underneath. Is the, that what he said? <laughs> yeah, he goes, I couldn't tell what fucker. he said no matter what. <laughs> It's like something fucker. Uh, subtitles always have these watching uh, subtitles, go, man. It's it, it's become like a, a a staple now. Like I have to watch you with subtitles on, so I get what people I are bet saying. Some of those subtitles are hilarious. They are, <laughs> especially. Like, I I don't know if you remember. Um, God, where was it? Uh, there was one. I don't know if it was Blood Freak or Blood Beat or there was one we Aaron. I did not go, but the subtitles were on, and it just said ma- mystical boing sound. It was it, it's mystical boing. It was it pl- it was, yeah, it's kind of funny. But some of these have bad the sound. The sound on these are awful. So it's like I have to watch. I know you subtitles. have to watch yeah. them. Yeah. Um, um, so anyway, anyway we missed that Simon. Uh, Simon, when they walk in, he does make the comment. Oh, I can't get cell service up here. Yeah, well, they yeah. say that again later, too. Yeah, exactly. But, but he they make it a point to say something about that. And Kit's like, I know this is just a summer job to you, but you need to get it together. Yeah, act like you care. Out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, Simon calls Carney a muscle fucker. Uh, Carney hears him and he like, gets off in Simon's face like, what? What'd you say? You know, like he's ready to beat Simon down, like just <sighs> proper beat down. But Jacques, the black senior, is the guy who actually comes in and like breaks it up. Uh, because again, Simon's a pussy, and he takes like a he needs a seventy year old oh man God. to break up his fight for him. He looks so butt hurt. Like, he does this whole movie. He has just this look on his face, like Ugh, like he's like gonna pouty, cry. Yeah, yeah. like just this pouty little bitch boy. <laughs> um, and and Jacques like, dude, this wouldn't even be a fight. He's like Simon's like he's like he's insulting Simon. He's like he's such a pussy. He's like, what's your time, don't dude? Just do don't, don't, don't even do it. So yeah. cowboy Carney like I Simon down the stink guy as Simon and the group leave they go off to some other area of the, the carnival or whatever uh so the rodeo starts up and proper the group sits down the bleachers to watch um lillian who's one of our main like kind of the main senior uh citizen here she decides to go sit closer to the action and she leaves the group mm-hmm. uh and kit said send simon down to go sit with her so she's supervised uh, which is kind of weird like i get that they're you know that they need kind of stay together in a group but one it's not like they're in like a giant like baseball stadium with hundreds of thousands of people or whatever they're just like in a local small town rodeo i know they're and they're they're a full-grown adults it's like what's gonna happen to them she's like okay well she's like three i don't know three rows ahead of them yeah so you can totally see her i also understand being responsible for a group of senior citizens and not wanting anything bad to happen because you're totally responsible for them i but i get it but it it just seems like either way it's not like they're not kids. Laura. It's not a bunch of kids you have to keep an eye on from running right. off and kidnapping. They're, they're, they're She's full grown a senior. adults. Yeah, and they seem pretty spry. And they're active seniors. They're not yeah, like. They're active seniors. They're not in wheelchairs. They're not like lugging around oxygen True. tanks and like True. popping pills. They're, they're pretty healthy seniors. Yeah, because they are active. That's the whole thing for active living. Active Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Ingalls is a little uh, feisty. Anyway, she is. She's so. the feisty one, very independent yeah. of the group. Uh, so anyway, during the rodeo, we could start getting the rodeo montage, and in this montage, we're introduced to Trish, who's mm-hmm. a giant mountain of a black woman, wow. who wins the haystacking contest. Now she kind of looks like Michonne from Walking Dead mixed with like Michael Clark Duncan. Totally, uh, like that's oh my the hybrid. God, yes. 
Um, and for wrestling fans out there, she looks like a female version of Big E um, with R Truth blended in. Yes. So there, there's my two references for that should cover everybody, that's, everybody's that's spectrum. It. I can't, I can't get any better than that. Uh, so n- next, they, they, they uh, like this road, the clown, uh, the, 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 they, they crown the rodeo queen, which is just yeah. three women. Uh, it's won by Roshan, Roshan, I don't know, Dubois. Uh, who we'll see her later again, but she wins the rodeo queen crown. Yeah, so all this seems really legit. Also, yeah, so far this rodeo seems really, really yeah, it does. legit. Seems- they have like hay baling competition. They have the rodeo queen that they're they're um yeah they crowning the, the and carnival like, games. The it's carnival like a, yeah, games. It's like There's a, legitimate employees. Yes, it's this very legit. Yes. Uh, so at, not, how how was the rodeo queen chosen? By the way, I, mean, I don't who voted on that. Yeah, and that's a weird thing too. Like, yeah, like I get like, oh, you know, uh, beauty pageants like you know the county or the right. state or whatever. But the rodeo queen, it's like who gets in that? Like, that's very political. I don't. That know. can't be a very prestigious title to win. <laughs> she seems but pretty happy. Given about the fact it, there though. are only three women involved. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So at one point, Simon looks back at Kit, and we see a creepy rodeo clown standing uh, behind Kit. Uh, yeah, and Sarah has a thing of clowns. I don't like clowns. So, but he's I, barely a clown. No, at he best. is barely a clown. But I will say that this this scene kind of helps set the tone of this movie for me. Like, normally, I love these movies that you make me. I'm just gonna say this. It's normally a lot of comedy. But this kind of like made this. This kind of set like a I don't know like an intense overtone to the whole. This movie. is probably like one like this, this may be like the more intense, most intense movie yeah. we've had you on for. Most of the other ones have been pretty light, the comical, yeah, the this bad. Is this pretty, is probably the, yeah. definitely the different. This was a moment where I was like, oh, this is different. <laughs> 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 anyway, the the scary rodeo clown is like in the back, and yeah. he's again. He's I want to emphasize out. he's barely a clown. Yeah, barely a clown at all like he's got yeah. hardly any face paint on yes. he's basically has like a little bit of white paint on each cheek with like some like painted on freckles and that's it like that's about as clown as he gets still scary to me um <laughs> <laughs> so um simon looks away you know and he goes back to lillian and then the clown appears right next to simon like inches from his face simon simon gets scared and the crowd cheers and laughs at the clown for scaring Simon. Like, oh, he's such a good clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, radio clouds aren't supposed to be funny. I mean, clowns are supposed to yes. be funny, not terrifying. Uh, and now we meet <laughs> Enos Bishop, uh, the one-armed bull rider. My favorite character. He, oh, by far the best character <laughs> in this movie. Uh, he's the one-armed bull rider. He takes his turn riding the bull, although it's in this radio it's a horse. So I guess he's bucking a bronco right. instead of a bull. Um, but he, so he's doing his thing. He, you know, he's bucking, he's doing his rodeo thing. Hackett, by the way, Hackett is, uh, the announcer. Yes. And he says, give him a hand because you know, he needs one. <laughs> yes, he does. He's like, thanks. Like the, <laughs> there are s- subtle, subtle, uh, funny in this movie. <laughs> you know uh, he needs one. So, um, the, the Enos falls off the horse. The horse falls and the horse actually breaks its leg during this rodeo. Uh. The crowd falls silent. Uh, tr- they actually show the the bone sticking out of the horse's leg, which is pretty gross. Yeah. Um, and I was like, it's, of all the characters in this movie, the horse was the one I felt the most sympathy for. Like, I just like, oh, not the I horse. Know. I don't care about these people, but the horse. Uh, <laughs> Trish walks up and pulls out this like large like Rick Grimes like revolver, this giant like Colt Python type thing. Is about to shoot the horse, but Enos shows him, like, no, wait. 
And he just takes the gun so he can shoot the horse himself. <laughs> so are Enos and Trish employees That's of what the I rodeo? Understood. Because if they were if they were doing things within the rodeo and then they shot the horse, like an employee would shoot a horse. Like I, that's the one thing I didn't understand about these characters. Like I didn't know if they were. I didn't think I didn't think either one were employees of the rodeo. I think they were just there, like. Their outsiders competing, place, yeah, competing, competing in, in it. Like he was like, yeah, okay. like hey, come on, come on, compete. Then why would you be? Then why would you Which, again, feel like understand. you could walk up to somebody's horse and shoot it? Like, yeah, I unless don't... they supply, unless Enos supply, <laughs> unless they like you have to supply your own horse. This is my horse. I'm just. But it's it is weird. I thought the same it. things. Like first of all, they shoot the horse right there in front of everybody. Like they don't like empty the, the like. All right, guys, let's get out of here. We don't need to see this. No, right. everybody's the bleachers are full of people. Bam! They shoot the horse in front of everybody, <laughs> front of and then Hag is like, "All right, guys, that's it. Go home. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> See you next time or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good time." But it's a pretty, like I, Trish and Enos, I don't understand their roles. I, if they were employees, it makes no sense for them for what happens to their characters I later. Know. But it wouldn't make sense for him to if Enos, for Enos to shoot the horse if he's an employee. But if he's not an employee, why is he shooting the horse unless it's his own horse and? Unless, he, cause unless he's shooting the property of the the, the, the rodeo, I, yeah. I I don't get it. it Either it's way, weird. he shoots a horse. We see a horse, like... A, horse murder. Yeah, horse murder. Um, yeah. <laughs> Along with the rest of the audience. Uh, so the thunderous sound of the gunshot causes Simon to jump a bit, and this causes Lillian's fancy silver hairbrush to fall underneath the bleachers. Which is important. Yeah, it com- that actually comes back later. That is one thing. This movie does connect things very well. It does do a pretty good job with that. It I, does a pretty good job. I've, I've watched it, I think, twice, and I don't remember there being, other than this whole road the conversation yeah. we just had, there's not a whole lot of, like, loose no. ends or, no. or like, like, things that don't really add up or make sense. And if they did, like, at the time, it didn't bother me. Like, because I, no. I was enough, I was entertained enough to exactly. overlook it. Except for this thing about Enos and the horse now. That's going to bother me. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> Like I said, the rodeo ends, the crowd leaves, but our group of seniors kind of stay back a bit to like, hey, let's let the crowds dial yeah. before we, you know, try to get out in traffic and all that. Which is weird because it's a small town. It's not like, again, it's not like you're leaving <laughs> like know. Bush Stadium or, or, you know. Or anywhere else or Madison has Square like Garden, thousands like, of people. Yeah, in the yeah. middle of traffic. No, you're, you're, it's an old country road. On a, there's no traffic. There were like 80 people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we cut to some woman. Uh, who's oh dressed like God. she's from Little House in the Prairie, like long denim skirt yes. dress and like fluffy blouse. She's pushing a large flatbed cart up a hill. I like to call it the morgue trolley. That's a great way it to put really it. It really reminded me of that scene um, in Monty Python in the Search for Bring the Holy Grail. Bring out your dead. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, Bring she, out your dead. Because the dead horse is on this thing covered yes. in a shirt, uh, cloth and a sheet now. And she is pushing. This she's, poor woman is like she's petite. She's, she's not, not a yeah, she's not very. And she's pushing a cart, a large cart with a dead horse on it, up a hill. By the way, not just across flat ground, up a hill. It's where, impressive. It is I'm impressive. Uh, and she gets, she basically uh, tilts, gets to where she's going. She tips the cart up or down, however you want to look. And the horse, she basically dumps the horse's body into like a large hole in the, or pit in the ground yeah. and just walks away. Uh, so we go back to these seniors. They're finally loading up on back onto the bus. And Lily, this is when Lillian notices her brush is missing. So Kit says, hey, Simon, go get her brush. And we'll wait for you. Just go get it. So Simon goes back into the world. He finds it on the breaches, but he can't reach it. 
because he's just a lazy bitch. You know, <laughs> pretty he, much. <laughs> he's like, eh, that's too much effort to get it. So instead of doing what he, he's just like, fuck it. And he starts going, wandering around the rodeo carnival grounds. He's just wandering around wherever he feels like going. And he goes back to the test your strength game. Tries again. He's still little, can't win. He's a little butthurt over that, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Because he was going to win... Uh, he was gonna win well, kit like a steak, a oh, stuffed steak. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. That um, vape lady, she won the the horns. She won these bull horns. Thank you. That's where the yeah. horns came from. That makes sense. So later. she wins these bull horns when uh, Jacques, yeah, you know, hits the bell, and then Kit was wanted this like stuffed steak. Yeah, it's like a stuffed T bone. <laughs> <laughs> but Simon could not do it. No. So, so then he tries to steal it. He doesn't try. He just straight up steals it. He's like, it. Uh, he's like. He couldn't get it. He couldn't get it off. He was too weak to get it off of the damn fence. <laughs> really? Because I thought yes. he came back with it in hand. Like, nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, he, 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 yeah. He fails at stealing the thing anyway. <laughs> he fails at a lot. <laughs> yeah, he fails at everything. He just fails at life. Uh, he, so, he walks away. And he gets back to the front gate. And he sees a woman running down a dirt road at him. And... The woman runs up to the bus begging for help to be let in. Yeah. But they, like, just close the door on oh, her. Immediately, they're like, they're like, they're like nope, nope, close those doors. <laughs> close it up. Don't and, let her in. Uh, at this point, we kind of realize that this is the woman we saw in the opening scene who was yep. tied up. And she's managed to escape from somewhere. Um, See, her face looks fine. It was good. It was yeah, a good Yeah, there's no, no bloody she lips or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now we see a man dressed in all black, riding a horse. Mm-hmm. He's galloping into view. Um and he's he kind of he like you see him like fling out an arm and he like some drops him and he's armed like this a whip like a straight up bull whip right. only his whip at the end of the whip is like this three pronged metal claw it looks like the thing that, like in those little claw games for kids where you try to get the stupid exactly. stuffed animal that you never ever get because they always fall fall out uh, but it looks like that only like much more uh, sturdy and durable and just exactly. like like cast iron wrought iron like just pointy it, it's pretty wicked looking simple but wicked looking um so uh where was i the man in black he snaps his whip and the claw thing like digs into the woman's side like just right into like the side of her ribs or something right like into that her guts. uh all the seniors on the bus they scream and they're looking on horror like oh my god the girl's screaming in pain the, everyone's reactions are appropriate they, they are very appropriate <laughs> yes uh, the man in black yanks his whip back again, and the claw explodes out of the woman's side, uh-huh. ripping her open and like tearing out like large bloody chunks of her, and like bits of like intestine or some kind of organs come out. So I would have to say, and again, normally you guys put me on movies that are that were created before the year two thousand. <laughs> yes, that's very true. So the practical effects are always interesting to talk about this movie had a really good bat i think had a great balance of cgi and practical effects i agree with you i am not into cgi as much so like whenever i see cgi i'm like eh. but this one is oh, good like when he pulled out not only did you get like practical effects you got some cgi but then they sprayed on the screen yeah and i liked that effect i thought that was really intense the, the and- cgi i think is fairly limited and even yeah. if it is it's very well blended in it's not the shitty cj we we're so accustomed to no. on this show uh but i i, I say because my mech knows the make effect of this is actually pretty good, the, pretty the, good. The, the gore effects yeah. are really solid in this movie <laughs> uh everyone on the bus they're screaming and they in fear the woman falls to the ground 
dead. She she dies. She's done. Um, the bus driver throws the bus in the drive, starts hauling ass down the road, or trying to turn the bus around the hall. <laughs> and at this point, just completely leaving Simon behind you, staying at the gate, Simon's like what like, the hey! fuck? Hey, he's like come back, get he's me. Just standing there watching all of this. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of that too. Standing on watching. Of watching, yes, he's uh, <laughs> an observant yes. young man. Uh, the bus doesn't get very far at all because what happens next is really fucking insane and pretty much impossible, but still kind of awesome Whatever. at the same time. Uh, the cowboy in black snaps his whip again, and this time he somehow manages to whip the claw into the neck. Of the bus driver through like the open driver's open side window. window from like thirty feet away <laughs> on a moving bus through a window. He's been practicing those yeah. skills, that whip skill. This He's... guy would put Indiana Jones to shame. Oh my god, <laughs> he got it. Uh, so the bus comes to a screeching halt. The driver's neck gets ripped out as the as the you know the whips the guy the cow right whips Adam's the back. Apple. He just yeah. rips his neck out. Uh, the driver face plants on the horn. Kit. Like springs in action, she kind of moves the body, you know, uh, drops the body off the chair, and like yeah. you know, I, and she drives the bus away. She's a great group leader, by the she way. Is. I just have to say, she's very resourceful. She's like, "You're dead. That's it." And she a- just like pushes him out of the way and drives. Yes, gets behind. Yeah, the she gets seat. shit done. Uh, and again, leaving Simon behind, screaming. Poor Simon. <laughs> uh, which mentions the cowboy now turns his attention to Simon, who's like, "Oh fuck!" He takes off running back into the rodeo mm-hmm. grounds. Simon comes to a, a dead end, and the dark cowboy, he's credited as the dark cowboy, so. Yeah. Um, well, he's wearing all black. He's wearing, yeah. wearing a black Stetson. And black bandana the, that covers, like, from, like, the nose down. Exactly. A uh, big black, like, duster trench coat. Yes. Black jeans, black boots. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, Simon gets pinned in, uh, and then, so the Dark cowboy stabs Simon in the upper arm with like another claw, <laughs> like the claw end of his whip. Yeah, it's like almost the same exact claw end. And it's oh, it's, like, it, yeah, it, it's the same thing, but I don't think it's attached to his whip this time. It's like just like a puncture. I found it really funny though because he stabs him like right in the top of the shoulder, and and that would really really hurt. And he freaks out. The sound <laughs> that they put in it, it's like <laughs> <laughs> when he stabs him in the shoulder. I just I. I don't know. Would that make a person go down? Would that make... Well, that might not make you know, but the, the severe ass beating that that's he okay, gets... That's okay. That's right. Then he, not, yeah, he Because Conway just beats the shit out of Simon. Just that's beats true. him down. Uh, he wakes up on the ground briefly, and then looking down at Simon now are three oh, cowboys. Right. There's three of them now. Yeah. And the dark cowboy just punches Simon in the face again, knocking him out cold. We go to blackout. We cut back to the bus driving down the dirt roads. The scenes yeah. are still screaming and hollering, wanting the bus to go faster. This it's is good when, reactions. It is. Yeah. Very good. Uh, this is where they really, again, hammer home the fact that they nobody has cell phone reception right, right here. Right, Um So, of course, now this is when the bus breaks down. Because uh, that's, like, really? Come on. But, of course, it breaks down. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I guess she's, because she's like, they keep talking about drive faster, faster. She's like, I'm driving as fast as I can. So the bus starts to, like, overheat. Yeah, I, I, I get, I mean, that's what happened. It basically overheats and, and radar blows yeah. up or something like that. But, but realistically, even if you're driving it as fast as it can, it's not going to overheat unless the fact that you just didn't put enough coolant in it. Right. If, and if it was low on coolant or antifreeze well, or something I mean, like that. Then... it's legit. I killed my first car that way. So. <laughs> and it was not a bus full of seniors. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they're like, that's it. Of course it breaks down though. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Kit does her best to keep everyone calm. He's like, listen, mm-hmm. stay here. I'm going to go out. I'll fix the bus. 
Uh, time passes, night falls. We go back to Simon who wakes up in a cell. Uh, and also in the cell with him is our, our Enos, the one-armed cowboy bull rider. <laughs> uh, the rodeo queen, Rochon Dubois, and Trish, the man-beast woman. They're all in the cell locked up together. What a crazy group of misfits. That is a crazy group. <laughs> Uh, they talk for a bit, trying to like, you know, who are you? Who is you? What's going on? You know, yeah. that, 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 the banter that you get, you know, in all these scenes. Uh, and then they start hearing screaming coming from above them. Mm-hmm. And they look up and see like this grate in the ceiling that kind of leads up to like the outside. And they see like a, the arm of like a woman just kind of flops down right. in her view. And uh, then Roshan, Roshin, I don't know what her fucking name is. Uh, Let's just call her, I don't know, I don't know Roshin. Uh, it's spelled R-O-S-H-E-E-N. So, Roshin, Roshin. Uh, looks to the side and she sees the creepy rodeo clown again from earlier. He's who's just yeah. standing there outside their, outside their cell staring at the group. But then the clown like slips in the key to their cell and just walks away. This guy's complex. He is complex. <laughs> he's, a, he's an enigma. <laughs> he's wrapped in a mystery. <laughs> wrapped in a... Uh, clown outfit. <laughs> clown outfit. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so they, they just open a cell door and they leave. Well, did, also, we got Enos. This is the first time, the first time that Enos offers his arm losing story. Yes. To Simon. He's like, want to hear how I lost my arm? <laughs> Simon's like, no, not, I mean, not really. Like, <laughs> and then the clown comes and then they, yeah. Yeah. The arm thing becomes, it's an ongoing thing throughout the movie. Um, so yeah, they open, a, they just open a cell door. They leave, but Enos grabs a, basically this gopher killing tool oh, yeah. that uses a weapon and it's, it would definitely work as a weapon. It's a pretty vicious looking thing. It's basically just a bunch of spikes on the end of a stick that you jam into the ground to kill yep. gophers underground. Yep. That's exactly it. Yeah. And it's met, it's made of metal and it's kind of rusty. And mm-hmm. I wondered why no one wanted to help the one armed man make a weapon. Cause he's like, we got to make a weapon. And everybody's like, just standing there watching him do it. And he's like, it's cool. And I, yeah. he's like, does anybody else want a weapon? <laughs> no, 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 nobody, nobody, else t- nobody takes a weapon. Takes just the, the one armed cowboy. <laughs> He's a badass. He is. Uh, so they make they they, they 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 leave the underground area. They they surface and emerge in like the rodeo fairground area, or all like the rodeo arenas and uh, and they make their way through like the animal pens and they come mm-hmm. to a stop when they see a woman being dragged away oh. by the cart pushing woman from we saw earlier. <laughs> The one pushing guard, and they uh, so they turn back to go back the, the way they came, but then they see Carney Cowboy kind of about to ride across their path. So like, oh shit, right. we have to hide, and they hide inside one like the animal pants amongst the horses or the cows or whatever. And um, they also notice Enos says that the cowboys have turned the main rodeo arena into like a giant cage now. So now there's like barbed wire up yeah. all, along the top of the fence, and they, they keep anybody from getting out. Um, so Enos <laughs> leads them away again, sneaking through the animal pens. And they go back to the woman who loads the dead girl's body onto the cart, which is now filled with like a bunch of other dead bodies. So yeah. who knows where these guy bodies came from? But it's filled with bodies. I think it's in the. I think it's the employees from the whole carnival thing that we saw, and and just maybe other people that they kidnapped. Definitely because, people they kidnapped. But like, if you're just murdering all well, your employees, and that's gonna get well, around. Kinda, I can't. I commented about that because I was. It's like um, the one lady that we see get dragged away. She's the face painter. 
because they show all these people in the beginning like in the in like the whole rodeo carnival and like there's one lady she has her face painted and she's painting another face you're right there is a and face they show, painter they show yeah. that but if you're saying the woman who just got dragged away or, I don't know yeah, was I, a face print which again would make sense because she, oh she had her face painted so I okay. don't know if it was her or not but either way that's the crappiest summer job yeah ever. and you think where we get around like you know people are going to work here and not coming back no, like, that they're would, never coming back that, that yeah. would not be a good business plan business model uh <laughs> I don't so think i don't care. know i, I mean, just uh... think they i yeah i don't know i think it's just like random visitors that, that piss them off for, for whatever apparent reason either way this is pretty good intensity by this point i mean we're only about 25 minutes in yeah and we've had a couple kills and shit is about to happen some more yeah like, we're about to see something else uh so where was he uh Oh, oh, the, the cart the lady, cart, yeah. cart lady. We also see at this point that she carries around with her like this giant mallet that looks like a like a cross between something that you might use to churn butter with and like a mace. Like it's just this huge. It kind of looks like like the, the the asterisk symbol on your phone. Like if you looked at it from yeah. a top down perspective, it, it has that 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 star shape, but it's like just this giant wooden mallet thing. Like almost, I don't know what the fuck this thing is. It almost looks like a pole with like a big like a pole that you would pull out of the ground that had concrete on the end of it. Yeah. Only it's formed. I tried to look this up to see if it was um a weapon that was used in the slaughtering of animals and of livestock yeah, bring up yeah yeah like just to like because basically that's what they're using it for yeah i mean movie. that would make sense it would like um, yeah i couldn't I, find anything but it that's what it like, seems to be at least just, old days they would use yeah. now they don't do it but yeah well, right they now it's now more it's like a, a little bit now it's like a giant like metal spike that just punctures yeah, right i don't want to think about it yeah i try not i just want to eat it <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, vegetarians so um anyway so yeah she's got this crazy giant mallet weapon um so we go back to the group as they're sneaking through the pens. Uh, they run into the male animal rights activist we saw oh. earlier, who he's tied up to one yeah. of the fences. He's begging for their help. Simon looks over and sees the girl activist. Uh, she's tied up on a post uh, nearby. She's crying, screaming, you know, crying, weeping. Uh, the group, uh, our main group, like chooses not to help the guy. They just like fuck it. They they start crawling away past him. The guy's well, screaming. Not, the girl's not a crying. Lot of ways that they could help him. I mean, because pretty soon after this. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's like they, he's just tied up by the rope. They could have untied the they rope. They could have untied and, it for him and given him a chance. Yeah, given him a chance. Like, hey, you don't cut him thus, but we're going to tie you. You, you go do whatever. Uh, but uh, it's pretty much Simon's mo not to help. Yeah, it's Simon. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I blame Simon. Uh, now we uh, uh, what? We see this man walking up behind the girl tied to the post, and the man's holding like this very large, red hot burning branding iron. Oh yeah. Uh, he unties the girl and drags her and bends her over uh, like a uh, uh, a hitching post, mm-hmm. uh, uh, hitching, uh, not post. It's not really post. That's uh, uh, I forget what hitching. Shit. I don't Sorry, we'll know. call it a post. It's not a post, but it's. Um, he bends her over this block of wood, yeah. essentially, in the uh, middle of a arena. In a, yeah, uh, and and now we see that this uh, this was the uh, this was the guy, the ticket taker cowboy, <laughs> who every time like he would take a ticket, he'd stamp, put the stamp, and he'd go <laughs> like he was searing the, the stamp into their hand. Yeah, that was his thing. It was creepy, um, but kind of funny. 
Yeah, so, uh, and it turns out uh, that this cowboy's name is simply Brando, so yeah, we'll go figure. Him. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Brando, because for branding. Uh, so Brando jams the red-hot iron, branding iron into the side of the girl's thigh, which instantly Ooh. just burns through her jeans and sears her flesh. Uh, Brando then goes for the guy activist who starts screaming, no, take them, take mm-hmm. them. <laughs> He's trying to sell uh, but Brando, he brands the guy in the back as our group uh, cowers and hides on like the other side, of the, like right on the other side, of, like the metal fence. Uh, Brando goes back to the girl, drags her into a large one of the large rodeo areas where he tosses her to the ground, and she, the group, our main group, starts to crawl away again, leaving the guy tied up who's still begging for their help. In the rodeo arena, Hackett and several other cowboys are standing around watching as two more mm-hmm. cowboys on horseback. With lassos, gallop towards the girl who is now screaming, running for her life. She gets lassoed right as she makes it to the fence, the chain link fence. Uh, that's when Enos, Simon, Roisin, and Trish, can, they can only watch from their hiding place as the girl screaming for help gets basically drawn and quartered. Which they show this, they show this in the real rodeo earlier. They show this scene where they, they hook a calf and they take it by like the leg and the and like its front leg and its back leg, so they kind of well, yeah, they, they, have, one, they have one lasso around like yeah. the neck area, and then they, they, they lassoed it around one of its rear legs to get it to stop running. Exactly. So they did show but it's this. Like, front, yeah, yeah, it's a callback. To it's that, exactly because they have the girls yeah. around like one is around her neck or her upper arm, or one of her arms, and the other one's around her leg, and they're drawn and coordinated basically only. In, it's not quarter; right. it's more half drawn and half. I guess. See, they have to practice for the rodeo. Yeah, that's how they get so good. They don't want to hurt their their uh, cattle. Uh, so basically, this snaps her spine. That's and pretty good. It is, and she's <laughs> now she's now paralyzed. She gets dragged oh. off. Uh, the cart woman walks up to her, knees down next to the girl, see if she's still alive. <laughs> see, oh, she's still alive. So she gets up to go grabs her mace mallet, and then like like we said earlier, like, oh, she yeah. kills this girl by smashing over her skull, just giant. Uh, just stomps her in the yeah, skull with it. Yeah, yeah. Her, head, her skull is busted open. The cowboys turn their attention to the tide of guy activists now. Um, and then one of the cowboys using a cattle prod, they force them into the rodeo arena where they attach like this giant ox harness to them. Like you think mm-hmm. like, you know, you hook up uh, how you would hitch an ox to a, a cart, like one of these things. Right. They force him to run as another horseback cowboy gobs after him. Uh, this time it's Carney Cowboy. Carney. Carney. He leaps off his horse, landing right next to the guy on his feet, uh, next to the guy who's, you know, running for his life. And, but in midair, like, grabs the guy around, like, around, like, where the ho- the, the horns are. Because like, the, the, this mm-hmm. horns they attach to him has, like, horns they attach to him. So he grabs him by the horns. And then Carney just, like, easily snaps the guy's neck using, like, the, 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 the ox harness for added leverage. And so... He's dead now. That's it. That didn't seem like much of a challenge for him. No, that was not that much was of a challenge at all. Very easy. <laughs> um, Hackett gives a whistle and a gesture, and we see two cowboys head down the stairs that we saw our group escape up from. So, like, uh, hey, he's basically go get the others. Yeah. Uh, and shortly, those two come back, and, and they basically we see Hackett, Carney, and the other two jog up because you know, like, oh shit, they know they're not they there now. They realize they're gone. Yeah. yeah. So they go hunting. Uh, all the cowboys start looking around, searching for the escapees. Hackett orders the cart woman to get the cart of dead bodies out of here. <laughs> Bring out your dead. Yeah. <laughs> so she good. starts I'm pushing sorry. the cart away. Uh, the camera pans down to show our four escapees are hiding on like the lower rack of the cart mixed in with all the dead bodies. That's a pretty good hiding spot. It really is. That's it, pretty, it's pretty good. Solid. I yeah. mean, they, I mean, that's pretty awful. 
to have to do that. But yeah, but yeah, do what you gotta do. But yeah, it's man, it's, it's pretty that's good. Pretty smart. Yeah. Um, but now we cut back to the bus. Kit's still trying to fix it. Uh, Kit notices that Lillian has wandered off somewhere. So of she's course like, she has. Yep. So she tells the group, hey, stay here. I'm going to go look for Lillian. I'll be back. So Kit goes off into dark woods alone. Uh, it doesn't take her long, though, for Lillian to bump back into Kit. And Lillian's like, hey, I was trying to find the fork in the road to flag down help. I was just trying to be helpful, whatever. And that's the scene. We go back to the death cart. Uh, Roisin is barely holding together as dead bodies like bumping and flopping up against her. Oh, we also missed really quickly uh, back when they're trying to fix the bus. The, like the bus driver is dead and the two guys are trying to like drag the bus driver somewhere. I don't know. Um, but then they're also going to grab the cooler out of the back to try to like yeah, they, fix the radiator. Yeah, they're saying they needed the uh, the, the water. only water left was the melted ice in the cooler. Yeah, so and they try to get that. They fail and they fail. drop the cooler all over because they the like ground. trip over the yeah. dead body and the water is wasted right. now. Yes, uh, where were? We? Um, oh yeah, so the, yeah. the cart one wheels the car up to like this large incinerator that's sitting out in the middle of nowhere now. I don't know where that came from, but there's this giant incinerator. I mean, if you're going to kill that many people, you better have an incinerator. Yeah, or, or, you know, a death pit, which they use that too. So I don't understand that. Where are they um, getting all these people? Uh, that's another good point. It's a small <laughs> town. Like at this point, like the entire population of this town is dead. Like, Pretty much dead. But yet yeah. nobody's like suspicious at all. <laughs> well, there's, you know, once a year rodeo that comes and goes. Uh, so anyway, the, the incinerator has like this small conveyor belt attached to it, which so the car starts like rolling bodies into the incinerator, and she rolls one in, and she goes back for another body, and that's when she gets attacked and punched in the face by Trish, mm-hmm. and goddamn, apparently Cartwoman can take a punch because she instantly fights back like it was oh nothing. Oh my god, Trish is not and I'm a saying, small person. No, I'm saying this might be the most impressive thing in this movie because <laughs> I'm pretty fucking sure if Trish punched me in the face. I'd be lying on the floor unconscious. <laughs> I'd She's die. a giant fucking muscle-bound woman, and this petite little cart-pushing woman takes a punch in the face. It's like nothing. It's like, rah! And she goes on the offensive and starts attacking Trish. <laughs> She's small and mighty. I mean, yes. you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, not when she still stands, but she becomes the aggressor. Cartwoman grabs her mallet, starts swinging it at Trish. Uh, but Trish is finally able to get the upper hand. She knocks out Cartwoman. Uh, who they then the group then hog ties her. Right. Uh, Enos tells Simon to gag her, but Simon the pussy, like I said, takes too long because oh he, he hesitates. He's like, oh, 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 what, uh, gag her? I don't know. And Cartwoman comes to and starts screaming. Screaming, of course. And this alerts several other cowboys, and they come running. So Enos, being the badass that he is, kills Cartwoman by stabbing her in the head with the gopher killer. <laughs> Just, plunk, she's dead. Simon's like. Oh, he killed her. Oh, my God. It's kill or be killed, Simon. Yeah, yeah geez. Like, everything you've seen, like, really. Um, so the group sees the two cowboys running their way. Enos, like, right. orders him to run, So he and he's going to stay behind to fight them off to give the others time to get away. <laughs> the one-armed man. The one-armed man. Stay back. So we cut to Enos, who now is somehow back at the rodeo grounds all of a sudden, surrounded by the two cowboys. So that yeah, was a weird transition. Run? Yeah, I don't know. Because they're all kind of out in the field with the Sarah now, all of a sudden they're back in the rodeo area. But uh, but anyway, being surrounded by two cowboys ain't shit for Super Enos because he Absolutely pretty much not. easily dispatches both of the Nambus cowboys with the gopher killer, just stabs them both, kills them almost instantly. 
At this point, I'm just going to call him uh, SEAL Team Enos because that's <laughs> this guy is a fucking badass, one-armed killing machine. Two cowboys down so far. Yes. Uh, but then out of fucking nowhere, a oh claw comes flying. The whip, the claw whip comes <laughs> flying in from off screen, impales itself into Enos's right shoulder, which is his good arm. It's his good arm, yeah. Enos looks behind and sees the dark arm. cowboy in the in like the radio rodeo booth or radio booth, like sticking his head out the window, like hey, which is kind of weird. <laughs> That's uh, a serious whip. That, that whip is like length. length. That, yeah, it's got to be like a 60, oh 90 foot. <laughs> it's so big. Uh, anyway, Dark Cowboy yanks the whip back, which causes Enos's one remaining arm to get torn off, uh-huh. go flying through the air, still gripping the gopher killer in his hand. Uh, all it takes is one little whip. Like, one whip. Whoosh. Yep. Uh, he whipped it good. <laughs> uh, damn it. I should, actually need, I should have had Diva. Uh, Diva do, fuck. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> damn. I need, to, I need to figure out a way to edit that in later. <laughs> whip it. Uh, anyway, so... Um, yeah, so we see Enos's arm land near one of the fences as That's Enos it. stands there screaming in pain and shock, like, what the fuck? Like, he's like scared, like, oh, my pain. He's like, but he's also got like, are you seriously kidding me? Like, my arm, really? And now Enos goes on a journey yeah, after this. <laughs> Enos does go on quite the journey after this. Um, he limps away in pain, manages to climb up and over a metal fence and even open gates. <laughs> To leave the rodeo area, area, uh, rodeo area. Under and over fences. Under and over yep. with no arms. Nope. He makes his way to what I can only describe as a blacksmithing shed, where he finds oh. a red hot burning brand like the one we saw the two activists used on earlier. Where's the cowboy, by the way? The cowboy doesn't follow him? Yeah, actually, I thought that was weird, too. But he, like, I, just, I guess he thinks, like, oh, and he's Maybe he likes the now, toy. He's like, hey, I'm going to toy with him. But my the thing is, like, we see him. He's up, like, in the radio booth, hanging out a window. So maybe by the time he, he got, down, got down and came around, Enos was it gave Enos enough time to move, get away. Enos is like the Black Knight. He is the Black like Knight. The He's like, second yeah. Monty Python. <laughs> yeah. Tis blood to flesh wound. Tis blood to wound. <laughs> Have at you. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'll bite you to death or something like that. Yeah, it, it's basically I what it is. I took your bloody arm off. <laughs> Sorry, that's a great movie. It is a great anyway. movie. It's one of the best movies. Um, so, anyway, yeah. Uh, basically, <laughs> so Enos yeah. now uses this red hot branding iron to cauterize his shoulder, his bleeding shoulder wound. That's right. He throws himself down onto the yes, branding iron to cauterize his, his missing severed arm. Uh, <laughs> this is all. This is all, this reminded me of a. What's the movie where the chick cuts off her hand? The movie that you love so much. Knuckle, oh, knuckle bones. bones. Knuckle bones. It's just like that. It is like knuckle bones. <laughs> Badass. Uh, so we cut back to Simon and the two girls. They find a small cabin, which they are able to sneak to, sneak into, and hide in. Uh, but again, pussy Simon fails <laughs> again at lifting Roshin. Girl she barely he probably weighs like a buck he's ten, like, and he can't lift her up like three feet into a window. I could have lifted that girl. And into Trish, that window. Like, Trish just comes over, and is like, "Go stand by the door," and he just basically one handed like picks up and throws Rasheen into the window to unlock the door. Um, uh, she does throw her hat in first because yeah. she's wearing this like really cheap blue hat, but yeah, she has a crown full of like rhinestones yeah. on it because she won the. Yeah, it's her, it's her rodeo queen tr that she wears yeah. on her hat the rest of the movie. So she throws that in, and then when she gets in the window, she steps on it. Ah, okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, so they go over, open the front door for Simon. That's when they see Enos 
making his way back towards them through the field. They're like, is that, is that him? Oh. But, oh, oh, poor oh, fucking Enos. Oh, poor Enos. Now from out of nowhere pops up Carney Cowboy who impales Enos through the side. Oh my God. With a pitchfork. <laughs> and not only that, he lifts Enos up into the air on the pitchfork and holds him up in the air for like a while. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. On, He holds his pitchfork up in the air with Enos sticking on top of it, skewer yep. on top yep. of the pitchfork. Yep. Kind of like you see again, like in wrestling, when like the big strong guy goes for the suplex and just holds the guy up in a vertical position for like to show off All his strength. For dramatic effect. Basically, that's what he's doing with Enos on a pitchfork. <laughs> but then he bails and then, him. And then like he's like hay. a flick of the wrist. Yeah, just yeah. like a flick of the wrist, and Enos goes flying off the pitchfork like a bale of hay and lands in like the large body pit next to his dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> And it's right next to his dead horse. Man, he went on that journey and got branded and everything for nothing. Yep. Like, what? Like he that was that was fast. And yeah. Simon, but Simon gets to watch it. And Simon course, watches old too. It's all your fault, Simon. It is Simon's fault. Um Carney stands on top of the pit looking down at Enos, who's gasping for breath. But he's he gasping, he's gasping, and then he gasps his last breath and <laughs> Enos dies. Some more gas. Meanwhile, the other three have retreated back in, oh, excuse me, back into the cabin mm-hmm. where Simon is crying about this being all his fault because he didn't gag the cart woman fast enough. And you know what, God? Fuck you, Simon. It is, it is your fault. Yep, you this, should be All crying. this is your fault. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, looking around, Roisin <laughs> figures out that this is Hackett's cabin. Yep. She also steals a bunch of money from a safe or something, like saying, hey, this is my prize money <laughs> for winning the rodeo. Money. Yeah, I'm taking this. Uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna argue with her. Like, she, they're murdering everybody. You might as well take his money too. I guess. I mean, she feels pretty confident. I guess that she's gonna get out of there. Yeah. But, mm. uh, I mean, you might as well take it if you, if you do get out of there. They give you something, you to, know, something well. for your troubles. Yeah, F them. Give me <laughs> um, your money. So Trish tells her to uh, tries to talk up and cheer up Simon, like give him the old pep talk and convince him to try to use the computer they find to contact help. <laughs> it's like a DOS. It, it's, it's like an like old a- Apple II <laughs> DOS. Like it's like yeah. <laughs> Like a dot matrix printer next to it or something like that. Uh, but the computer won't even turn on. No. So now they hear footsteps approaching. And luckily for them, they also find a hidden hatch in the floor, which they use to hide and escape through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Roisin makes Simon go back for her hat and her tiara, which, you know, it's like, hey, don't leave there. They'll know we're here. You have to get it. So he does. But this, by doing so, cuts Simon off from the others because Hackett comes in. And so Simon has to like, hide somewhere else in the house as the, other, as the two girls are down in the hatch. Um, we see Hackett take out a syringe from a desk drawer, mm. but before he can do anything with it, he gets called away. He's like, Hey, and you hear something like calling him. And he, so he gets up, he yeah. leaves the cabin. Simon joins the girls in the crawl space and they find a tunnel and, uh, they, they take it out. They start going down this tunnel. We cut back to the bus where the other old man Nesbitt and Jacques are trying to, uh, oh, we are, well, yeah, they're, we talk, this is the water scene. Is this the water this scene? Is the water oh, scene. I'm really sorry. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, I will say they did a really good job of cutting back and forth from one group to the other group yeah. to make the story move along. Like there wasn't a lot of, oh, and now we're on this group for a really long time and there's all this back I and forth. I would say the like, pace, I think the pacing is pretty solid in this decent. movie. It's decent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially coming off of like Iced where it was just so oh slow God. and what? so dead for so long. Like it, it's, yeah, it's not, it's pretty solid. It, it's, it's pretty good. Um, and there's no real, the editing, the cuts aren't that, aren't as like 
hard and dramatic. Like, what? They, they, they it all flows. makes sense. Yeah, they yeah, flow. It, it flows nicely. Um, Kit notices, you know, they're, they all have flashlights, but she notices that suddenly there's a third light source mm. coming from behind her. And she turns around to see a man holding a flashlight. Uh-oh. Kit orders everyone to get back on the bus. But it turns out that the cowboy with the cattle prodder, who is named Prodder, by the way, uh, <laughs> is already on the bus waiting for them. He zaps Jacques, the black guy with the cage gel hat, as he tries to get back on the bus. He zaps him good. <laughs> now, how the hell Prodder got on the bus with nobody noticing in the first place? That's beyond I me. That I'm, That's I know. a little weird, but um, whatever. Do you know what? I didn't even question that because the scene is so fast moving. It's like you get the prod. He prods him to death. And so he get like bleeds kind of CGI out of his eyes. But even so, you get that. And then you get a dramatic cut back inside the bus. Well, for, yeah. Yeah. We get um, So he's screaming pretty- and the, the, the camera... Uh, cuts to onto the bus where uh, his vaping girlfriend is now dead with because she's now dead with those hor- the, the horns, the horns yeah. she won like sticking out of her head like she was killed with yeah. a bullhorn. So we couldn't we didn't see it happen, but it was a pretty good effect afterwards. I yeah. Thought. yeah, yeah, it's a good looking yeah. Uh, yeah. again the makeup effects style there, um, and the horn at least in this scene when you see it like sticking out of her head like it looked almost metallic instead of like a regular like bullhorn. Yeah. Which well, I was like, well, that's weird, but whatever. Um, hmm. uh, so uh, all the others take off running into the woods as Prada continues to zack Jap to death. And like Sarah said, so much so that he's, he begins foaming from the mouth and like bleeding from the eyes. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Kit leading Lillian and Nesbitt through the woods looking for the other girl. And her name is Bird. Her Bird. name is just Bird. Um, I recognized her as an actress, by the way. Like, I went back to look at some of her credits, and she didn't have a ton. But she did I, not. I recognized her from, like, TV before, but... most A lot of the seniors didn't have a whole lot of credits, except for Lillian yeah. and... Uh, I guess maybe it was Bird who had a few yeah. others, but, again, nothing that I like was really... That stands out. I recognized her, so I, I enjoyed her character very much. And, and, like, when she's running away, we... I don't know. Are we to that point where she's running? Yeah. Or, she, okay. We jumped a bird. She's alone in the woods and she's <laughs> running. And then she gets lassoed from behind by the cowboy named oh, Noose. Yeah. I love the names. They're so simple, but so perfect. Like it's Brody. No, no, we have Brando, Prodder, and Noose so far. Dark cowboy. And dark cowboy. Um, first she turns up her hearing aids which is really smart is that what she does so she's running through the woods and she has these huge hearing aids on and she turns them up so you hear it and then you hear the sound of the lasso (laughs) and then it snags her yeah and And it's uh, awesome (laughs) also uh, I just wanted to go on the cowboy names in the credits there's one named Brody and Zebra I don't know who Zebra is but Brody has got to be Carney like bro, because he's all jacked out. He's like, I'm guessing oh, Carney's Brody, yeah. but I called him Carney throughout the whole time. Brody, um, douchey. So anyway, Bird <laughs> Sorry, gets Brody. lassoed around the neck from behind by oh. Noose, who then does his best Jason Voorhees impersonation and starts swinging Bird around over his head like what? Jason swinging a camp counselor in a sleeping bag. He hulks her over his head like five times. Dude, it's it's whack, so whack. What? It's pretty odd. It's so <laughs> far, it, completely impossible unless you're like the Incredible Hulk or Thor or something. But it's so just fun and awesome to watch <laughs> as he's like whipping this girl, this senior, like seven year old woman, 
uh, on, attached to a, a lasso over his head oh like five or six times. <laughs> like nothing. And like then he nothing. just kind of like, you know, lets the the, the, the lasso go. Yeah. And bird just goes slamming up against a tree trunk Ridiculous. killing her she's oh, done i wrote down favorite kill so far <laughs> <laughs> best one yet <laughs> uh, we cut back to hackett who's back in his cabin he takes off his shirt and this is where he uses the aforementioned syringe to inject oh. himself with what it shows us to be anabolic horse steroids oh yeah um, which when he does that, he goes through like this like hulking up process where he's like his muscles are like bulging and tense. I mean, he's like going he's like oh, he's like trembling and shaking. He's like ah, oh, hulking out. So I guess it's not so out of the question that that guy just like basically lassoed her. Yeah, over I mean, the head. Like I would, that seems pretty real. No, I still don't know. Okay. I I not a vet, a steroid expert, especially not horse steroids. I don't no. know if they would give you that much strength to do that. But I will say I at least like the fact that they. Try to explain it somehow that why these normal people were doing these feats of strength these like this. crazy things. With yeah. horse steroids. So yeah. I, I, I like that. I do too. Um, <laughs> so after he goes through his hulking up process, he looks down and he finds like loose rhinestones on the floor. Oh. Uh, so we jump back to the seniors and Kit in the Woods where they eventually find Bird's dead body stuck to a tree impaled through a, a chest by her chest by a tree right. branch. Um. Noose is right about to grab Kit, but Lillian is able to spray Noose in the face with her like spray mace, or like so. Lillian always prepared. Lillian is prepared. Like in the, when they were watching the rodeo before, oh yeah, she <laughs> snuck a flask in, and the flask looked like a cell phone, like an old one of those old cell phones. It was but a, yeah, she's amazing. I yeah, mean, I like the flask. Yeah, it, the, the, the the antenna was a screw off where you drink out of. Yeah, it was now pretty she's good. Got the pepper spray. I mean, pepper spray, she yes. is. Lillian's she's on, on it. it. Yeah, she's, she's on it. On it. Um, this allows Lillian and Kit to run away, but poor Nesbitt gets oh, grabbed by God. Prodder as he tries to turn and run. So Prodder and Noose just stomp and beat Nesbitt to death. They just kicked a shit out of him and they beat him down. He's dead. Um, <clears throat> they don't really show it. I'm kind of glad. No, but they, they, they show, do, they show the aftermath and he's all like, oh, yeah, he's jacked face up. face is all jacked up. I couldn't tell if that was CGI or if that was I think it was just was. good effects and his, his jaw was it all was messed good. up. It was, yeah. yeah he's like, tell. oh, poor guy. Um, we cut to Trish, Roisin, and Simon. They're exiting like the, the tunnel they, they underneath the cabin, and they argue about what to do next. <laughs> Simon wants to sit by the road and wait for Kit to come back for him with help, while Trish and Roisin are just like, "Fuck that! Let's get the help. We <laughs> want to get the out fuck out of Dodge." I wouldn't trust Simon either. Like no. with all of his crazy. With everything ideas. he's done, Trish should be like, "Fuck you! You've done nothing but whine, complain, <laughs> cause people to get killed. You ain't doing shit. You're in the back. Yeah. You're standing in like, the back. Like, you want to stay and wait for help? Fine. Fuck no. you. We're out of here. No. Um, <laughs> so we go right back to Kit and Lillian in the woods, and they hear the sounds of a whimpering dog. And oh, my god! Kit finds this injured dog lying in some ferns, and she reaches out to comfort the dog. She's like, hey, boy, it's okay. I'm here. I'm going to help you. And the camera pans over past the dog, and we mm-hmm. see that Noose is hiding on the other side of the ferns with his hand stuffed up inside the, the dead dog's dog. body, up working the dog like a puppet. And really, this is the second time though that they've used the dead as like bait. So it's really, really smart. Uh, like they use Bird because I was like, "What? Bird didn't die that way. Why was she up on the tree?" And I think it was because he was trying to lure them into. Mm, I didn't and that's think what he's that. trying to do with the puppet. I, mean, I, I get the, hunters... definitely with the the dog is. I get that, yeah. but I didn't think that about Bird because like we still get smashed up against a, a tree. And so my, maybe she just, my like, thing was there. like, maybe, she, you know, maybe she did, when she did right. hit that tree trunk, 
because we see it from the back. So they, you could argue that when she hit the tree trunk, she did that branch and impaled her when could've she hit her. it. We don't know for sure. Either uh, way, this is this is a really smart tactic. That yeah, it really is. is. Like it's, it's genius. Really, it's yeah. disgusting, but it's genius <laughs> because Raya's kid is about to like touch the dog. Noose pops up. Rips the dead dog off his arm, which is disgusting oh, looking. Because he's always like blood, and, like sinew, and like like just stringy guts, like just come flopping off. Worst puppet ever. Yeah, and then Prodder <laughs> pops up behind the two women. Yeah, and that's it. We cut back to Enos's dead body lying in the body pit. But suddenly, Enos gasps for air. So fuck yeah! By some miracle bullshit, Enos is still alive. What? And I'm okay with it, <laughs> even though he should be. Dead three times over. I mean, everything has been kind of weird up until now, but this, yeah, this was it. Like, yeah. I, I, he, he, I don't know. He so, definitely should be dead. But he he's got alive. stabbed by a pitchfork and lost an arm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he is the Black Knight. Yeah. He, he looks up and sees the rodeo clown standing above him, looking down at him. Enos begs him for help, but yeah. the clown just looks at him and then walks away. It's a pretty good shot. So Enos, being the badass that he is, doing what he has to do, starts climbing out of the body pit by using only his feet to propel himself up and forward, causing him to his face to be pushed and dragged and smeared through all the loose, bloody intestines and other organs that lie in the walls of this pit. He's and- like, help me, help me. <laughs> and the clown's just looking at him and kind of shaking his head. And he like... Buddy, you got to do it yourself. Yeah. Enos is like, okay. I and could he help just, you, but you won't learn anything. Yeah, you have to learn from this. Yeah. What can you learn? Uh, Keep your mouth closed. But That's what fucking you Enos powers through it. He makes it to the top and out of the pit. He does. Uh, and the, of course the, he does. And now the rodeo clown comes back with a bucket of water. He kneels down next to Enos and starts cleaning Enos up. He starts wiping him off with, this, <laughs> with a washcloth and water, cleaning up Enos. That was super gross. You learned your lesson. He's he a creepy. Sponge bath. Yes. <laughs> hey, Mr. Clown. It is. It's a creepy sponge bath by could a clown. You help, could you help a brother out with this severed arm or this punctured lung? God, nope. just imagine getting sponge bath by a clown. I just clean you off. Didn't make you feel better. <laughs> Cares about that lung. You're fine. God, a punctured lung and yeah, Jesus Christ. And that's it. That's what. We, That's it. Yeah. yeah, and then we cut back to uh, Simon and the two girls, uh, Roshin and Simon. They're sitting down talking, and Simon has the balls and the audacity to ask her out if like on a date if they get out of here. And Roshin's like, "You know what? You get me out of here. Fuck it. I'll do whatever you want." I'll do whatever. But you like, want. are you serious, Simon? You've been the biggest puss this whole time, and now you're like, "Hey, uh." Wanna go grab a drink or something? What do we yeah, do he's after like, this? Do you want to do something <laughs> if we get out of here? We want to uh, Netflix like, and chill really? after yeah, this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's not reading the signs. Yeah, very read well. the room. He's read not, the woods. Yeah, he's not reading it very well. He's... <laughs> um, and then that's when Trish spots coming down the road towards them the bus being towed by horses and the cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> As the bus passes them, they see inside all the dead bodies of the senior citizens piled up inside the bus. Well, and the whole thing is is that they're waiting by the road because Simon's like, my friends know I'm here. They're going to come back and get me. Yeah. They're going to come back and get me. Like, And so that's how he talks them into staying right there is, yes. is by saying, oh, Kit's going to come get me. Well, well now they nope. realize there's no hope of help coming. Uh Coming to the, yep. So the three of them, they get up and they leave. Uh, they end up back at the rodeo grounds for some reason 
where I don't know why you would go back to the road grounds and just keep walking down You're the there road. By the road, yeah, like, that's I, the whole thing. They talk an, about the road. Before. We talk about that. Something's not making. This is one that doesn't make yeah. sense. Like if you already escaped the grounds, just go. keep going down the just road. Don't go going. back to the rodeo. And you just saw a bunch of cowboys like leaving like going back that way yeah like now you're going so you're found you're basically following the people trying to kill you back to their stronghold like that makes zero sense no sense um so yeah they end up back at the road grounds where trish steals a horse gives it to roshin and simon tell him hey right out of here i'm gonna get another horse and i'll 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 follow you i'll catch up to you guys simon's still like no we gotta stick together because now he's trying to like I don't know, redeem himself. I guess, but it it comes and goes. His whims are just constantly changing. Um, He tells Trish, you know, it's like, uh, you know, to go that he'll, you know, go get the horse. We'll wait for you here. Uh, Roshin is not okay with this at all. Uh, She's like, oh, fuck that. But she uh, reluctantly goes along with the idea anyway. So, so Trish goes over to uh, another horse. And as she's untying it, we see Carney, and another cowboy hopping the fence behind Trish coming up to, to get her. Trish spots them and she yells out for the other two to run. And she <laughs> takes off running in a different direction. So Roisin mounts the horse. Simon's like, no, wait. But she's had enough of Simon's bullshit, rightfully <laughs> so. And she kicks him in the chest, knock him down, and she takes off on the horse. Even the rodeo queen is tougher than yeah. Simon. <laughs> the 110-pound beauty queen. Um Meanwhile, like I said, Trish is running back to, she's trying to run back to the, the tunnel entrance that they came out of mm-hmm. that led back to the cabin. But right as she gets to the, the entrance, Hackett emerges from the tunnel, punches her in the face, knocking her out cold. Hackett looks up and sees Roisin riding away. So he just gives like a little like uh, Lone Ranger like whistle to like to fucking silver. Uh, uh-huh. you know? And the, the fucking horse comes with a dead stop. Which sends Roisin flying over, you know, headfirst over the head of the horse. Like you were like on a bicycle. And she hits the ground face first with a sickening, bone-snapping sound. Good sound effects. Yeah, yeah, and the camera zooms out on her face. And we see that she's just, she's dead, bleeding from the eyes, too. CGI so, eye blood. So we can see, again, that she, you know, broke her neck in the uh, fall. And, of course, Simon's like, oh! And he can't <laughs> believe. Because he, he, he lost his date. Can't he, believe. He, he, I know. Now no, no date for him now. <laughs> He uh, deserved nothing. No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, Simon, again, who's just standing there watching all of this. He watches mm-hmm. the whole thing. Finally decides to take off running, and he's being chased by Carney, uh, Brando, and a third cowboy. Oh, that's right, yeah. Simon reaches, like, this high cliff. Now he's on the woods. I don't know what's it, but he's, like, this high <laughs> cliff area. Or, I don't know. It's weird uh, terrain here. Uh, but he's basically pinned in by the cowboys. So he decides to take his chances. He leaps off the cliff. Uh, he, he <laughs> He's hit- like, you motherfuckers. Or like, screw you. Yeah, or like something. To, yeah, and he's trying to act all tough now. He's, he's like, like, I'm going to jump. <laughs> Throws himself off of a cliff. He hits. Yeah, he hits the steep ground below and, and rolls and tumbles all the way down this large hill. <laughs> uh, uh, Carney's like, oh, he's dead. And they just walk away. Yeah, they're they just like, much- <laughs> eh. He's dead. I mean, it's not that high of a... I it's mean, really not. He obviously doesn't... He's. We're going to find out that he's maybe okay. Yeah. But seriously. I mean, they're like, eh, he's dead. Yeah. That's just well, I mean, laziness. It, it immediately, we immediately find out he's awake. Because as soon as they walk yeah. away, Simon gets up and stumbles away. So there's no there's no suspense. Like, how oh, maybe he, he's dead. How did he not break an ankle? Or like break yeah. anything? What? Either yeah, way, I, he's I, fine. I mean, I, 
Honestly, I shouldn't question this. I shouldn't question this. Enos got his arm cut yeah, off. Yeah, that didn't happen to Enos. Stamp, yeah. I mean, technically, yeah. You could Roisin hurt. being thrown from a horse probably, I mean, yeah, it would hurt. And I guess if you land, you could break your neck. But he would probably take more damage from that fall than she would falling off the horse. I don't know, Christopher Reeve. Remember, we talked no, about Christopher Reeve. Yeah, we okay. did talk about Christopher Reeve last week. Oh, Jesus. <gasps> I've fallen off a horse a few times and Full I've never circle. had that. I did. I, I messed up my knee, but that was that was about it. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Full anyway, circle. Simon. Uh, he is, gets up. He stumbles away. He's yeah. he's whatever. Fuck but he's him. He's totally distraught. Yes, we go back to Trish. She's on the ground, surrounded by the cowboys. Then right back to Simon, who has now found Roisin's hat that somehow still has a tiara <laughs> attached to it magically. And so he takes a, he drops to his knees and he starts mourning her and crying like, "No, Roshane, you are going to give me my babies. You're blah blah blah." Like, "Fuck you, Simon." All uh, of his new friends, yeah. they're either taken or dead. Uh, while he's crying and feeling sorry for himself, we see someone walk up into view behind him. Simon turns around and who does he see but fucking Enos. It's Enos. It's Enos. Simon's like, "What happened to?" He's like, He's like, what happened to your arm, man? And he simply says, which one? <laughs> so, Is he shooting up horse steroids, too? I mean, was that clown like, here you go, buddy. You need some of these. Because where's the clown now? Yeah, the clown's, the rodeo clown's gone again. Enos's face looks great. I mean, he got a little sponge bath. He looks he looks. He's right all cleaned up. He's right, he yeah. looks right as rain. He's, He's ready for an island town. Yep. Yep. Uh, we go back to Trish. <laughs> and they hug. They it's do so hug. It's so funny because Simon like hugs him because he's so happy. And Enos is kind of like, ugh. Yeah, you know, because like, he's like, ugh. He's missing his, his severed arm and a pitchfork through the <laughs> He's ribs. only bleeding internally. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Trish. who's getting a massive beat down by the Cowboys in the rodeo arena. Enos, they, they, Enos and Simon go back there. And they come up with the idea of electrifying the fence around the arena. <laughs> and Enos basically tells Simon what to do and how to do it. I mean, Simon really wants to save Trish, but he really lacks smarts and courage and Any, yeah. survival instincts <laughs> and pretty much anything that's needed at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. He really is just more of a, just a, uh, God, what's the word? Uh, liability than anything oh. else. <laughs> Pussy. Yeah. Well, I just want, yeah. He's more of a liability at this point. Uh, anyway, Simon goes around attaching yeah. like jumper cables. Uh, there's like these portable generators scattered around the, the area. So they attach jumper cables to the generator to the fe- the, the chain link fence. How is this going to work? I don't know. Okay. I'm not really sure the logistics of this, but I, I don't... Whatever. It was a plan. I it guess. was a plan. Was yeah. Uh, but in order to get to the last side, the last side charge, they have to split up because the, the other one's like on the other side. So Pussy Simon comes back. And, you know, he returns and he's like, I don't want to be left alone. You're going to leave me alone? Yeah. Oh. So Enos gives him like this great motivational oh speech my God. to pep Simon up and then he heads off. There's such a long heartfelt talk at this part about like arms. He's like, do you want to know about my arm? This is the second time we're yeah. like, do you want to know how I lost my arm? Simon's like, yeah. I was never born with it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was born without it. It's not what you come into this life with. It's what you something I don't. It's know. It's like what I, you make of it, or yeah, what you what do you with leave it. with it, or yeah. I don't. <laughs> it, it's oh, a great speech. It's like ah, oh, Edith is just crushing it too. It's like, <laughs> but they're standing like I don't know a few hundred yards away if from that, like all these killer cowboys. <laughs> they're not even really hiding. They're just kind of like knee. They're like kneeing down behind like you know this rodeo fence. But it's not like a a, a solid fence. Like it's just metal. Yeah. railings like you could clearly see right through it and they're like <laughs> just like maybe like uh, yeah like 50 yards away is like this group of cowboys putting a beat down on trish and they're just like chilling 
<laughs> They're clearly visible if you just looked over. You can do it, son. You can do it. Yeah, at this point, he starts calling Simon son and yeah. kiddo oh, the whole yeah. time. Mirroring out. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> So he gives him this motivational speech, and then and then Enos he he heads off to take care of business. Uh, Simon wakes his way over to like the last generator, hooks up the jumper cables, while Enos is waiting at the other one so they can turn them on in unison or something like that. <laughs> Trish is now tied up to a hitching rail. That's what rail. The now, rail. Oh Jesus, I can't believe I couldn't think. But of it's rail. that same area where same the area. Chick yeah, was, it's yeah. the main uh, rodeo arena, and we see Brando again approaching her with his with his red hot branding iron. But for some reason, this time he walks past her and it joins the others out in the bigger air arena. They like call to him or something. Like he's about to get Trish and then they're like, Do hey, they call him? Blah, oh, blah, blah, okay. Blah, blah. Yeah. There you go. Um, Enos turns on the, his generator using his foot, which electrifies right. most of the arena fence. So that's perfect. All of them are in the middle of the arena, which I think is the plan. Yes. Even though it makes no sense. But yeah. that's the plan. That's right? the pl- plan right. to trap them in there. So everything's. Everything's going to plan so far. Going to plan. But once Except... again, Simon hesitates to do his one fucking job. Damn it, Simon. And doesn't turn on his generator. Uh, <laughs> Simon's just standing there watching the group of cowboys in the main uh, arena who are gathered around like two metal oil drums. Um, Hackett takes the lids off them, knocks them both over, and spilling out from each drum are Kit and Lillian. Oh, they're still alive. So, Prodder and Noose drag Trish in to join Lillian and Kit. Mm-hmm. Seeing that Simon is not doing his job, Enos was like, fuck, realizes that his, he has come up with a different plan now. Uh-huh. And we hear Enos <laughs> kind of saying to himself, okay, okay, good luck, kid. And then he runs off to do, <laughs> go do his other plan or whatever it is he's going to do. And a few seconds later, we, he, we hear Enos on the PA system and he's starting to taunt Hackett and calling the Cowboys dickless pieces of shit. Fuck you guys. You guys, blah, come get me, blah, blah. He's just taunting <laughs> these guys. Hackett sends Carney after Enos, who says over the PA, you got this, kid. You got this, son. You got trying this. Trying to give him that one last one motivation more. to get Simon to do something other than stand there with a the thumb up his he's ass. He's doing nothing. Yeah. He's just standing there just, doing nothing. Yeah. Which I think part of it is that, like, again, the girls, he didn't know that Kit and Lillian were alive. So, like, when they dump the barrels over and they come out, he's like, oh. But you, you turning on a generator on an outside perimeter is not going to shock a bunch of people standing in the no, middle. No, it's not. It, Just it, turn it on. Turn it on. Exactly. What is wrong with you, son? So Carney starts breaking <laughs> his on, way kid. into the sound slash PA booth. Yep. Simon's still standing there with his thumb up his ass. Enos <laughs> is still trying to nudge Simon into action over the piece. Like, come on, son, do it. Get moving. Do it. Come on, you got I guess this. His final words are just like, you can do it. <laughs> and that's when we hear over the PA system, Carney break into the booth. Oh my god! And we hear Enos is getting the shit beaten out. I'm gonna get just get beaten to death by Carney <gasps> over the PA system. Um, Simon just stands there crying like he always does. Now he's crying. Carney comes back and joins the other cowboys who are surrounding the women. He's covered in blood, too. Carney yes. Now. Finally, Simon rushes into action. He runs into the arena and over. He doesn't turn on the generator like he's supposed to. He runs nope. into the arena and overtake these large double gated, you know, these double gates. Hacking the cowboys see him and Carney like, says, like, oh, he's mine. And he, go, mm-hmm. you know, he starts chasing after Simon who has now flung open the gates and then like hides behind the gate 
as a stampede of bulls come rushing out through the open gate. <laughs> CGI bulls save the day. Everyone causes everyone to run from the lightly trotting cattle. <laughs> but at least that worked. It did work, at but I just find it funny like when they first come out of the area, like they're like almost like in a stampede, they're like running like boom boom boom. But then, like, when we see the shot of, like, Simon, like, hiding behind the gate, and in the background, we see the cowboys running away and the, the cattle behind them. Like, they're not in a full charge. They're, they're, like, they're kind of, like, lightly it. jogging cattle. And the cowboys yeah. are like, oh! <laughs> Yeah, it didn't really, it didn't really yeah. add up right yeah. there. Yeah, the, the intensity kind of dropped. It was like, oh. They also show this. They also show the scene of the, uh, they kind of cut back to the scene of the um, booth. And they, they kind of show Enos back. Enos is dead now, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, he got beat up pretty bad. So they show this um, uh, uh, a trophy that was Hackett's from like 1981. Yeah. Like Rodeo Masters. Tra- they, yes. And so you get the idea that, yeah, that Carney beat Enos with this trophy. With the trophy, yeah. yeah. Because you see that, you first see that trophy at the very beginning when Hackett is p- announcing the radio. Yeah, they, they yeah, show, yeah. You see that trophy up there. They did some things like that throughout the movie. I thought that were really good where they just kind of like tied something small in numerous times. Yes. Back and forth. Yeah. Uh, That's good. So uh, Carney finds Simon and charges him and Simon takes off running. Lillian makes it to the bleachers and crawls underneath to Mm -hmm. get away from Hackett who tries to grab her, but he can't. So Hackett's like, oh, fuck it. I'll just walk around to the side of the beach where I can just walk underneath them easily. I don't have to try to get you through them. I'll just walk underneath. Just totally get underneath, yeah. So he does that, and he, he attacks her. Um, they're struggling under the ble- breachers. Uh, Hackett punches Lily in the face after mounting her and starts to choke her. But, oh, I'm surprised it's not stronger because he, like, we saw him juice up. Oh, yeah, he's, they, they're all roided up at this point. So, yeah. like, why? I, I don't know. I mean, she's just, I mean, all those all those years living on the prairie, I guess yeah. she's just <laughs> she, little. She's bit, rugged. She, she she's, is. She's, tough. she's a tough I mean, woman. you know. Um, so he's choking her. and But luckily for Lillian, she finds her hairbrush, which, <laughs> oh. just like Lillian style, has a hidden dagger in the handle. She, she pulls off, like, the, the brussel part of the the brush and there's like a hidden dagger in this thing and she stabs Hackett in the neck with it killing him so I love her <laughs> <laughs> she's a little spitfire I'd want to go back for that brush too no wonder she sent Simon after that damn brush she's like you can't lose this like yeah, I got it now I, it makes sense I got first, it like, at the gun show last brush. month and I can't <laughs> yeah it totally makes shit. sense yeah um so we cut to Kit running around looking for a way out but keeps running to like dead ends mm-hmm. Brando shows up armed with his branding iron he attacks her. Uh, she's able to dodge and avoid his attacks for a while, and then they weaving underneath some like fencing. It's doing like a, a little stuff. cat and mouse it, yeah, kind of a thing, where he's like kind of teasing her and like kind of yeah, getting I, her, and she's weaving. He's herself definitely underneath. he's definitely toying with her at, yeah, at, near the yeah. end of this. It's pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good scene. It yeah, brought, it, 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 it brought it up is. the suspense. It definitely know. is. Uh, Kit grabs a horseshoe and kind of holds him like I, I got a horseshoe. Don't she's gonna get him with it? Like yeah. punch him? Like she goes into kind of like a defensive stance? Yes, yeah, so but like, Brown just punches her in the face, <laughs> knocking. He's like, "Fuck you!" Hits her, knocks her to the ground. He starts yep. dragging her away, but Kit sits up, stabs Brando. Not in one, but both eyes oh, yeah. with the horseshoe, which yeah. <laughs> is cool in theory. But horseshoes are just I blunt. Like, I don't happen. know if you could. It would really happen. Yeah, you'd have to be pretty, pretty close. I mean, you could really damage somebody's soft eye holes. Yes, that- <laughs> with <laughs> soft eye holes. With, I mean, it's made of iron, but yep. you'd have to have from some. I mean, she goes from like a laying down position. She's basically doing a stomach crunch, like up. a sit up. She's yeah. just like. 
bam. And the amount like, of force right and there. torque you'd have to have in that that lunge, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's possible. But it but looks it cool. It looks awesome. It looks great. So she <laughs> he, she it. stabs him through both eyes with the horseshoe. Brando falls to the ground screaming in pain. Kit picks up his branding iron, jams it down oh. on Brando's head. The red hot iron sears through Brando's cowboy hat, and then like you see it go through his hat and like and then like just melts through his skull. So like it sears all the way through his skull. And you see blood like pop up out of it. Uh it, it's pretty it's pretty sweet looking. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Lillian shows up. The two of them hug it out. Lillian I, then gives Kit a pep talk to keep her moving and get her because she's kind of like in shock that she just murdered somebody. Yeah. She's like, "You do your job. You finish your job. <laughs> you finish. <laughs> yeah, you finish. Your You're job. a senior citizen, daytime tripper." <laughs> she's talking to her like she's a fucking like Delta Force thing. It's all about the, you finish the mission. You're trained for this. She's a fucking senior citizen you get us liaison home. type thing. You finish this job. And Kit's like, okay, okay. Which just goes to show, younger generation, we need the older generation to mentor us. They've been through some shit. Like, who would know? It's all about learning. So the two of them, they head off yes, somewhere. they do. We cut to Trish, <laughs> who is being chased by Noose and Prodder. Mm-hmm. Trish... Leaps up into like a tall hay, a tall stack of hay barrels. Uh, she's kicking Noose down as he tries to grab her. Noose lands on a pile of hay, and then suddenly we see one of those like giant two-person lumberjack saws like oh, come down on his stomach. Oh my god! And we see Kit and Lillian on each side of the saw, like they just show up like superheroes out of nowhere. This is so intense. They look at each other in the eye, they give each other a nod, and they just start sawing Noose in half. <laughs> He's just laying there because he's like, what is happening? And yeah. they just, they're just like, we're doing this. And they just start sawing him in half. Yeah. And it's not a lot of CGI. No. It's a lot of practical like effects. So there's it's not a lot of so CGI in good. this. It's the practical effects are solid. And that's what's one thing about oh, horror movies. So way the to go, ladies. This is an intense scene with yeah. the ladies. So Prouder is still trying to zap Trish, but he can't fully reach her. He starts, he, he's hearing new scream behind him. So Prouder stops going after Trish and turns his attention to the others. But this gives Trish a moment to find the two haystack chucking hooks, which are basically mm-hmm. just meat hooks. Like it's you, just like hooks. Yeah, yeah, they're meat hooks, like basically. like a hay hook, yeah. Um, and she swings the hooks down at Prodder, each hook jabbing or digging into each side of Prodder's neck. So Lillian and Kit are continuing to saw <laughs> noose in half while Trish is on top of these haystacks, uh, pulling up on the hooks, which are dug into Prodder's neck. Mm-hmm. So both noose and Prodder, they, they die. They're dead. Well, it's so great, too, the sound effects, because you see, like, she's digging the hay hooks into his either side of his neck, and, and there's all kind, so much yeah. mouth blood. He's just like, blah, 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 blah. But again, not CGI blood. And at this, whenever they they cut to Trish hooking him in the background, you could hear the, huh, huh, yeah. of the two <laughs> girls, like, of the two ladies, like, sawing this guy in half. So it's like... It's so well done. Like, they just keep going from one to the other and one to the other. Man, Lillian has to do silver sneakers or something. Like, <laughs> she's got some endurance, like some serious cardio endurance. My God. So once the two cowboys dead, the woman, they all catch their breath. They <laughs> hug. They're like, oh, Ooh, yay, we did it. That was some shit, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to Simon being chased by Carney. They end up in like this large metal shed or warehouse-like structure. Right. 
Simon decides for this is the time for his balls to drop. So he squares up with Carney like he's going to go fisticuffs with this guy. Well, and also Carney, when he walks in the door, Carney knocks this gigantic metal cabinet yeah. like, to block the door. Yes. But the door opens out. <laughs> well, I mean, it opens out, but it would still I mean, make it, it hard. You couldn't run harder. right through the door. You have to either crawl underneath or try to hop over this Just thing. Just saying. It was another reason to like yeah. this guy to like show off how strong he is. Yeah. Uh, he, Simon's throwing some punches, which Carney just easily dodges without yeah. even really trying. Simon. And then Carney just beats the shit out of Simon. Just he gets beats rocked. him down. Oh, he gets rocked. It's yeah. kind of satisfying, actually. <laughs> um, you kind of deserve that, sir. Yes. Uh, Simon ends up locking himself inside this fenced-in area that's in there. And then he's like, yeah, fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It's like the bratty little kid thing. He's like that little obnoxious sh- brat kid. You all know who's like, talks all that shit when you know... Like, you can't get him, but but face-to-face, you're like, yeah. oh, God, don't touch me. But exactly. you can't get me now, so fuck you. Ah! <laughs> um, so, um, <laughs> just like, all right, whatever. He walks away. We see him pull out a syringe of his own and injects himself with like, horse steroids, standing right up. in front of Simon, like, looking him in the eye like, yeah, you're fucked now, kid. <laughs> like, well, I'm doing this right in front of you so you see what's coming. And so he, he does his hulking out business. And he just rips the fence apart. Literally, like, he bare hands, he, like, rips this fence apart and down. It just comes falling down. So I'm like, oh, shit. And he runs away and hides. Well, the thing is, is that, like, he spends all this time, like, like, punching and, like, pushing over the the fence that he's, like, so busy standing there, hulking out that Simon runs away. Yeah. So he's, like, it's, like... He's really hulky, but not very fast now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, so and now we get more like cat and mouse shit uh, of Simon Hyatt. And yeah. uh, Simon finds a pair of hedge clippers, which he uses to cut Carney's Achilles tendon with. <laughs> uh, and then so, and then he runs away again. Yeah. Uh, but still roided out, Carney is able to hobble. He, he, his Achilles tendon is snapped in half, and he's still like, fuck it. I'm going to hobble away after Simon. No. Yep. Uh, again, Simon hides. Carney is now armed with a pitchfork again. He's hunting Simon down. Simon tricks Carney into thinking that he escaped like this hole in the wall, like this little grate or like air duct or something like that. That's pretty good. So Carney gets on the ground. He starts to wiggle his way through this tiny little hole. Simon pops up from behind him with his own pitchfork and stabs Carney through, the, like impales him through the back with his pitchfork. Right. Carney screams, not so much in pain, I think, but more in anger. More anger. <laughs> more anger. Yes. Because he's using his roid rage, and he just pulls the pitchfork out of his back like it's nothing. And like looking like looking <laughs> Simon in the eyes like, you are fucked now, kid. Uh, I mean, come on. If Enos didn't die from being stabbed, <laughs> like this roided out hulkster, like horseman is not going to die from this. But good choice. I yeah. Mean, good, you know. um, so the, they, they, they're they scrambling around they end up near a weight bench Simon grabs this large like weight hits Carney over the head with it but like the fucking Terminator Carney just keeps on coming yeah, he's like can't you just die <laughs> like he makes this funny that is kind of funny there aren't a lot of campy lines in this movie no. like it's pretty serious but yeah this is pretty funny because he's like man can you just <laughs> die like come on like did you also, did you notice how much um, the weight was? Like how uh, heavy it was? Not the first, the second one he uses, I think it was a 25 pounder. It's only 25 pounds. And I don't want to be like, 25 pounds is 25 pounds. But he lifts this 25 pound weight like it's a human being. Like he's just like. <laughs> <sighs> well, it is Simon. We, 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 except she is not a strong man. It's, that's true. 
Uh, <laughs> Simon hits him again with it, and this time the, yeah. but it's like this uppercut, upward swing. Uh, and so the momentum of his swing causes Simon to fall over too. Because right. again, he's twenty five pounds. He's very, very weak man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Carney's still standing. He's bleeding a lot. He's fucking bleeding everywhere, but he's still standing. Uh, Carney stands over Simon, who is laying down on the ground. But the damage finally takes the uh, you know takes his stone uh, and overcomes the roid rage, I guess. Finally. And Carney drops to his knees. Simon grabs another weight. Bashes Carney with it one more time. Carney drops to the floor motionless. The only, this is the one smart thing Simon does in this entire movie. Exactly. He doesn't want to take any chances, so he takes the weight and smashes open Carney's skull with it, he killing le- Carney. He leans over Carney, though, to oh, like, see yes. if he's breathing. And I'm like, this is a dumb move. This is a dumb yes, move. Yes, it's the dumbest move. <laughs> but nothing, because ha- normally in a horror movie, like that's the point where like the killer then like grabs, grabs him. Ah! No, but yeah. that didn't happen. No. And, but he's like, mm, I'm going to stand up and double tap this. Yeah, and he, like, <laughs> double tap. does it. <laughs> I love, great, yeah, great use double of double tap. tap. I know. That's what I thought. I was like, all right, Simon, you've at least watched uh, Zombieland. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Double, double tap. I have to does. give that to you. Like, um, you did a good job. So, yeah, Carney's dead. Simon rejoins Kit, Lily, and Trish in the rodeo <laughs> arena. Although they all act like they, they're they all kind of hanging out in the middle of the re- arena, and they see him, and they're like, oh, oh, yeah, you were here, too. Yeah, like, like, they oh, all yeah. kind of forget about like, him. Like, well, oh. oh, you actually survived? Oh. He's very forgettable, yeah. I guess. I don't know. But I also thought it was weird that the, the three of those three women were just... Because last we see them, they're in like the barn with the hay area, and there's like they're like, well, "What are we doing? Well, let's just go stand in the middle of the rodeo arena why, and just yeah, hang why out." Why the like, hell didn't they leave? Yeah, like leave, or, or not, if not leave, if you're looking for Simon, or maybe. But like, why not like be a little more hidden, a little more secure? They're just staying out in the middle of the fucking they're open, right like in right the in the middle. They don't know how many other cowboys are out there. They're just like hanging out in the excuse me, the, the, the most open, exposed area possible. <laughs> that makes sense. So. uh so they're all smiles at first seeing Simon coming. They're like, oh my God, he's alive. Holy shit. Uh, but then we see their facial expressions change for the worst. Trish points behind Simon, who turns around to see Dark Cowboy walking up behind them, armed with his claw whip. Where's he been this whole time? Yeah. I mean, he's... shit was really going down with his brothers, it seemed, and he was not around. Yeah, he's the, the enigma. He's like yeah, the mystery he is, guy. Yeah. Uh, Dark Cowboy uses his whip to bind Simon's hands and finger. Uh, then not fingers, but he like he whips. I don't know how this is possible because unless Simon was like holding his hands up together, like holding his hand, and then he whips uses the whip to like bind his wrist. Like how would you do that? Like again, he's a magical. I was gonna master say he's a master of the whip. He is a whip master. Uh, but some he binds Simon around the wrist wrist with his whip. Then gives like a fling of the wrist, and which sends Simon flying <laughs> through the air. Simon hits the ground and bounces into the electric fence where he gets electrocuted. That is some weak shit right there. Yeah. Now, that was not a very good plan, I would no. have to say. Enos and he, that plan with the electrocution. Yeah. I, I, uh, I I'm know. glad that that isn't, I'm glad that they didn't like actually make that something. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen. Uh, Dark Cowboy does some more flashy whip snapping mm-hmm. to intimidate the women. Simon, experience. somehow still fucking alive after getting roasted, mm-hmm. uh, sits up and sees Enos's severed arm still holding the gopher killer on the other side of the fence. So he reaches through <laughs> the electrified fence, by the way, yeah. to grab this arm. Dark Cowboy still toying with the women, you know, whipping, snapping his whip around. Doesn't see Simon come right up behind him. Simon impales Dark Cowboy through the back with the gopher killer, 
killing dark cowboy. Enos saves the day again. Yes, thanks to Enos, <laughs> really. Thank you, Enos. One uh, more time. Even post-mortem, you saved us one last time. <laughs> we cut to the next morning. All is quiet. We see our four survivors riding horseback, covered in blood, through the small town near the rodeo grounds, I guess. Yeah, it's like high noon. Uh, cue the music as the camera cuts back and forth between all the dead bodies and their survivors. Now in slow motion. Yeah, it gets to show um, all of them. That's the various great. town folk just stand there and stare at them as they ride through the town in slow motion. The one guy has like a cup of coffee. Yeah. He's just like, huh. Uh, and th- I did notice, uh, maybe you've noticed this too, on Kit's horse, the, uh, attached to her saddle, is the stuffed yeah, T-bone the steak. Stuffed so steak. she got her steak. <laughs> they went back and got that. I'm taking this motherfucking steak. Yeah. So, uh, and they ride <laughs> so away. Great. And then we see the rodeo clown looking looking at them, from, like looking at them from high above, like some hilltop or something as the survivors... <laughs> Right away into the sunset or the morning sun or whatever. Roll the credits. That is fucking lasso. That clown was so complicated. He was the he most so complicated, complicated like, character. What's going on? Yeah. Did he let them all go? Did he? Yeah, it's like, is he like. Is he going to escape? I mean, what's going to happen? What's happening? What yeah, happens like, to the clown? Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. Like, he's the one weird guy. Why was he there at the first bit? Why is he not killing anybody? Was he there against his will? Was he a family member with these guys and disagreed with their tactics? Like, yeah, that rotor clown is so like, what's going on with Maybe him? Maybe because he chose the art of um, clowning. clowning. It's a rodeo? Yes, they would not allow him to have the steroids. So he, felt <laughs> he was the really... black sheep of yeah. the, the, the rodeo. Yeah, he was, he was like, you're the clown. You're a clown. You're just a clown. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, clowns are deeply hurt individuals, which is why I'm terrified. <laughs> there's, a, there's a psychosis behind all this, people. <laughs> all right, let's move on to favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right. Um, oh. The kills in this were pretty solid. Like, there were some good, entertaining kills in this one. So um, Agreed. So, But, Sarah, what, what? Take it away. Okay, so last week, this is this is refreshing. Because last week, the, the kills were not legitimate. <laughs> they were not fun, really. Um, but all of these were insanely brutal. Yes. I mean, even, like I said, well, I've said this a couple times, like the balance between the CGI and the practical effects was so good. <sighs> okay, so it's really hard because when I saw Bird's death, that... I mean, that one really stood out to me just because it was it was ridiculous and ludicrous, but I thought it was really fun. It was really brutal. It showed kind of a brutal death to a senior citizen. <laughs> Sorry, seniors. Um, but he, I mean, he just picks her up and just swings her over his head. And at that time, you don't know that they're all like roided out. So yeah. it, it seems crazy. That was very, that affected me. <laughs> However... <laughs> Um, I did not in a million years expect Kit and Lillian to tag team lumberjack style <laughs> and cut a dude open. Um, that has to be my favorite kill because it was so brutal. They got their like revenge. It was almost like Lillian was mentoring Kit in the art of um, self-defense and lumberjacking. <laughs> and uh, they cut this. I mean, everything was good. The effect was good. It was fun and funny it was gruesome um they 
got it down all the way to the um the sound effects so uh favorite kill what was his name lasso that was noose noose, noose. see noose killed bird mm-hmm. so noose is my favorite all kill. right um I'm here with you. Like I loved, uh, uh, I like loved birds too. Like, yeah, it was so crazy to see them <laughs> swing her overhead. You know, just kind of like it's like the old song, like you know, okay. I was like taking take your shirt off, swing it around your head like a helicopter <laughs> <laughs> type thing to be playing. Um, but it, it's great. But you know, we've seen it before in the Jason movies in Friday the Thirteenth. But it's such is great. I think my favorite kill was uh, uh, Brando. I, oh, the horseshoe through the good. eye, and then yeah. just the the effect was so good. Like the the brain, like they're like melting through his skull. Even yeah. though it it was pretty quick, they, you don't see a whole lot, but the it looked so good. And then you see like the the blood kind of like popping out, like you know, like of his. It was really, and then like they said, the horseshoe through the eye first. Um, <laughs> so mine was actually mine's mine's Brando actually this week. Is, I think Kit deserves a raise. I mean, if she gets back to. <laughs> Senior bus, she she gets a raise. She gets a raise for that one. Yeah, and Lillian should probably have her, like her monthly dues or like wage yeah, or something. Gets comp. <laughs> she yeah, gets comp. she gets comp for this yeah, trip. Yeah, you're free. You're not going to pay for this one. Uh, here's a free tote bag. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, this week's odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, odds and ends go really really fast this week because there's like yeah. nothing on this movie. Uh, ratings, we do have that. IMDb gives it a 4.6 out of 10. Um, eh, I thought it'd be a little higher, but not, I guess, bad for mm-hmm. the movies we we find on here. Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> on the other hand, 71% on the thermometer, but it has no yeah. audience score yet. That no. blew my mind. Normally, it's the other way around. Like, you know, it'll be no thermometer score, but a high audience score. But for this movie to get that high on the on like the critics like re- official reviewer thermometer like blew that's me away. Crazy. Yeah, right? like that's okay. like one that's up there with like some of the highest we've ever seen on this show. Mm. Uh, and Amazon gives it a four point two out of five. So Amazon um was pretty high. Plot keywords currently there are none, which saddened me. Oh. Uh, trivia also there is none I could find. Uh, yeah. And and so unfortunately it also means there's no budget game this week again I didn't think that there would be only yeah. because I didn't I didn't normally I see like some trivia and things it didn't look like there was much out this movie was released when did you say April of November November of so 18, just a few months ago so not yeah not very long ago so I'm, I'd be interested to see what happens with it and what people have to say about it because yeah <laughs> all right let's move on to five star reviews is this your guilty pleasure? Five star reviews. All right, this can go real quick too because uh, yeah. there were twenty. There's twenty nine total reviews on Amazon. Sixty nine percent of them are five stars, so that's insane. Wow. With fourteen percent being one star. <laughs> Problem is, none of them are worth reading. They they were all just boring and bland. Like, oh, it's a good movie. I liked. It. Oh, it's a bad movie. I didn't like. It. There's nothing really fun or you know like we like to read fun ones. Yeah. We like I like to find. However, the only one worth I found it kind of interesting at all was actually a four star review off of IMDb. Oh, worth it. Um, which is entitled A Mediocre Horror Movie That Hates Cowboys But Understands <laughs> Nothing About Them. So basically, <laughs> this guy goes on a rant. Uh, is, I guess some country hick, hick, cowboy who like, gets, is offended that how cowboys are, uh, are, per, are portrayed in this movie. <laughs> I'm not going to read this whole thing. Uh, Oh, fuck. You know what? It's the only review, so I'll, I'll read it. Fuck it. All right. Yes. So 
and, and this is a four four out of ten star. Okay. So he didn't hate it. He didn't hate it. It's from Z Gamer One. On the surface, there could be this could be a decent horror movie in this. Killer cowboys hunting down people? Question mark. It's a silly enough. It's silly enough that it could merit some entertainment. Unfortunately, it's just not a great or even decent horror film. The characters are thinly written really? and sometimes completely pointless. Did we really even need a senior tour group involved? The acting is mediocre. The dialogue is awful. The pacing is erratic. The movie is not very scary, and a lot of things happen at random with no rhyme or reason. <laughs> Worst of all, too much of it feels like an excuse to showcase long, over-the-top torture scenes. Admittedly, some of the gore is effectively nasty, and it's not badly directed in terms of cinematic presentation. But after a while, you start to grow numb to the violence. One person's death means no more than the, than the others when we have no investment in their safety, and there's nothing else happening in the plot to justify its existence. This is where it gets weird. <laughs> Even more obnoxiously, it's clear that this was made by people who hate cowboys and rural culture, but have never been to a rodeo, talked to a real Uh-oh. cowboy ranch hand, or understand anything about them outside of cartoons. This guy got triggered. Yeah. I know <laughs> I'm asking movie. too much for a mindless action movie that wants to have it both ways by being an over-the-top parody and a serious horror movie, but it comes off as amateurs and at times like ignorant animal rights propaganda which is crowbarred what? into the story for no particular reason because it never plays in the story after its original discussion. <laughs> All we know from this film is that cowboys are murderous human and animal abusers that need to be slaughtered just because. What? So yeah, it's a big old pass, partner. <laughs> That's like, what? Okay, that my one guess- made me question, like, what the fuck okay. is this guy talking okay, about? Okay, my guess is, is that this guy put in like the search engine, like, Movies about cowboys <laughs> because he is one. Yeah. And this came up and he was like, ooh, a horror movie about cowboys. And then the cowboys ended up dying. And so he took <laughs> personal, uh, <laughs> he took it to heart, yeah. I guess, a little bit. I was like, I'm nervous. Like, you don't know anything about cowboys or ranches or what you see on cow- cartoons. First blah, blah, blah. off, like, they did what? not harm any animals. Even the, even the horse that they killed. They did not harm any animals in this because I watched all of the credits mm-hmm. and the, in the credits they they clearly state numerous <laughs> times that like the humane something society yeah, that, yeah was was like totally on set the whole time during this thing you never see anything happen to any animals yes of course cowboys died but these could have just been like any other like muscle heads with. Stetson's on. <laughs> Who knows? Like, just, and this, that's the this, best of me. I, I just like, I can't believe this guy got so pissed off. Like, how dare you? Cowboys are like, cowboys a, are people too. Damn it! He's blah, a blah, cowboy. Blah. <laughs> like, he's a cowboy. Is, and this guy got seriously butthurt off of a movie. That's like, tr- he's like, I'm not trying to be too much. Like, it's not trying to be a serious act. It's like, no, it's just the. F- it's like, this, I just that's the only one worth reading now because it's like, holy shit, this guy's. Maybe he doesn't want to get. Maybe he doesn't want to get cut in half by a lumberjack <laughs> saw. Like maybe, yeah. uh, but that, that's that's home. it. That that's it. Uh, far <laughs> reviews go. <laughs> so uh, let's wrap it up with our final thoughts. Sarah, uh, take us away. Let's... Well, I don't think that it's any kind of surprise, but so bad it's good. <laughs> like I said, last week's movie was so bad it's good. This was actually good. Like last last time, it was just fun talking about it. This movie actually had a great air of um, intensity to it. It did have a lot of gore, and I don't... I mean, it sounds like this last guy has never actually watched a horror movie because yeah. <laughs> everything that he was pissed off at, like, that's what horror movies do. Yeah, um, I agree. They, they are kind of thin characters because they all are fodder and they die, and that's important. Like, yeah. 
And and even so, the fodder was not bad acting. It wasn't bad acting. Even the parts where they kind of like were talking or whatever, I felt like it it did not drag on. It was uh, very fast paced. You got a death within like the first 15 minutes or so of the movie. Um, and then once it started, it didn't stop until the very end. And it's even so, there were crazy deaths. And then there were more crazy deaths. So it just kept getting a little bit more surprising over and over again. It was great. Again, I've said this numerous times, CGI, practical effects, great balance between the two. So it wasn't just like I'm watching this movie where 2018, they are painting themselves with some paint and then like letting the computer do everything. It was it was really well done, I thought, in that place. And even with the clown, I, you know, it's scary. It was kind of <laughs> scary to me. I kind of got creeped out a few times. And, uh, you know, Enos, Enos was very motivational, so I say <laughs> so bad it's good. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, in comparison, to last last week is a so bad it's good, so bad it's scary. Uh, but this one was actually just yeah, Warriors qualifies and just under just kind of just being good. Yeah, like I mean, it's not like, it, good. It is everything. You know, it, right? Subjective it's, yeah. is, but it's not. Uh, I'm still saying so bad it's good because that's the scale we use. But uh, yeah, I was. I was entertained the whole time. I was never bored. No. I the kills were really entertaining and fun. Yeah, like you hate Simon. I mean, <laughs> you just can't stand Simon. But uh, I think that's on purpose. Yeah, I'm sure I think it was. They do that on purpose, and yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, the best character Enos he dies, but he goes out like a hero. He's <laughs> he's awesome. Um, yeah, the, the practical effects, the makeup effects are great. The it, it's a unique. Uh. It's a definitely unique. Like I've never seen one like you know. I've never seen anything. A horror like movie this. at the rodeo with cat, killer cat. I'm, no. There might be something out there. I know there was like a, there was like an old west like ghost town, horror movie or something like in the 80s. With mm-hmm. I remember the, the seeing the VHS box of like a skeleton and cowboy guard, but I never actually got to see it. But so far though, this is like the first like killer cowboy at a rodeo horror movie. Um, yeah, is it scary? Not really, no, but, it, but it's just, it's a fun ride. Yeah. Like most horror movies nowadays aren't really that scary anymore. They're just more about the entertainment, the, the fun value. The shock. The shock, the, the shock, kills. Yeah. yeah. And that's what this is. It's just a good rootin' tootin', rootin' tootin' yeehaw <laughs> it's time. It's a rootin' tootin' good time. Yeah. So uh, I, I say, you know, grab your saddle, saddle up, and uh, give, up. give this uh, give this uh, Bronco a nice ride, if you will. <laughs> ride them Broncos. Yeah, try to tame this Bronco. Um <laughs> So I say check it out. So bad it's good. Yeah. Um, all right, that's gonna do it for us. We'll wrap it up. Uh, remember, next week we'll have we'll be back with another one, and then after that, I think we're starting up our uh, our, our tournament again. So you know, get ready to start voting on Instagram if you want. Uh, it's always a fun time. Get ready, uh, Sarah. I want to say thank you again for filling in for Aaron. Oh, Why yeah. you couldn't be here? It's been awesome to have you. Thanks. Uh, and all right, guys, listeners, we'll be back later. So in the meantime, watch more horror movies, and remember to always keep it. Tight little doggy. Yeah!